Turning and point. And I'm doing Crown Jewel NXT and MLW. Turning point. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, don't, fucker... don't, we don't need SmackDown and Raw. And... Oh, yeah, nah, when, when there's a pay-per-view. I just I like to have it all there. there. Oh, uh, Brandon know, but... didn't give me the New Japan results, you son of a bitch. Dylan. Dylan, you son of a bitch. He doesn't watch New Japan. What's wrong with New Japan? I don't know. Uh, by the way, I got one of these things from somebody for Halloween. It's called a Mara Sandia. All I know is it's a lollipop and it's got like fucking jalapenos on it. So uh, I may have is... to I may have to fucking give this one a go later. Look did at all the fucking. Did you say jalapenos? Yeah, you want pino. You want pino? pino. Cause pino. it's jalapeno business, bitch. <laughs> Right. I, I do want to just take the. We've been talking for the last twenty five minutes, and Tony has come dangerously close to shitting his pants while we're doing this. Will it why, happen? Why, <laughs> why do you think a jalapeno lollipop is the way to go? To bring something exciting to the show, you know. What's know. not? If you watch this show and you listen to the show, it's. Exciting I didn't mean every to week. say that there's not exciting things on the show, but it's been a while since we've had like a bean boozle or something like that. But there's nothing more exciting than shit in your pants. Right Fuck yeah, that. dude. I might have to stick this up my ass to keep it from coming out. There you go. That'll uh... Sandia. Like, bro, what, and it's, like... it's 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 HK's favorite size, king size. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like what you're gonna go, uh, you're gonna lift your legs up and then you're gonna go, uh, and then you're gonna drop off. And that's it. You're not gonna like you're not gonna sit in it. Well, right, you're gonna right instantly now. get up and go, you know, do the wipe test or whatever process you do to make sure you didn't shit your drawers. I, dude, I'm so blind, I can't even see what this says. It says something con chile. Something that something. means with chili. <laughs> bro, you might I'll have, have chili those... going in this end and out that end. You might have to get those fucking Harry Carry glasses, bro. Those thick Hi! <laughs> if you were a hot dog, would you, would you eat yourself? Would you eat yourself? Yeah, Tony's hairy carry is too good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty I smother good. myself in brown mustard and relish. I'd be delicious. <laughs> so Harry Carey's Cubs Will Ferrell is really good. It's actually yeah, it's my Will Ferrell okay. Harry Car Harry Carey. If hot dogs cost a nickel. Hey. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. Well, we got a great fucking show. Uriah Faber's joining us tonight. <laughs> Me and Uriah oh, no. don't gonna like babies and pacify. <laughs> <laughs> Uriah favor. reference. I love it. <laughs> Uriah favor is a UFC. We don't have Uriah favor. Well, we had Tito Puente. No, wait, Tito. Tito Puente. <laughs> Santana. Tito, Ortiz. No, Tito Ortiz. Yeah. <laughs> oh, big Oh boy! Bad. Oof. We had bad dude Tito, who was Tito Ortiz. Yes, aka Tito Ortiz. Oh, we got what Uriah Upton, the Golden Boy, who, for a young man, sucks at social media. And don't worry, I'm going to bring that up to him. Attaboy. Of course you are. Shit on the guests, twenty four seven. You're you're like twenty four. You should have social media on lockdown. I'm still figuring out how yeah. to do the fucking Instagram. I don't know any of this shit. You're lucky yeah. I can work fucking Twitter, people. Oh, God. Please put videos on Instagram. I'm, I'm begging you. I'm I begging almost you. took video of me opening up all these packages I got delivered to the house today. 
But I was like, I nah, nobody wants to fucking see this, do yeah, they? Yeah, you're right. It's like, oh, look, another fucking, you know, WWE. Right. Fucking... What am I going to do with another fucking Darby Allen? How many fucking Darby Allens do I need, AEW? Are you what really... am I doing? Stop I, I know. What, I know what he's doing. He's hoping that AEW goes under like ECW and these fucking worthless figures are going to be worth like maybe one tenth of what he paid for him someday. That's it's what he's of, hoping for. It's one of the anchors. It's one of the anchors I'm a collector. of the line. Pillar, on, baby. I got this. I got this. Maybe this will be right in Handsome Kevin's wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a uh, it's a task. Wait. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Sullivan, the oh, Satan yeah. version. I started listening to uh, Beautiful. another episode of his podcast today. It was nice. It was good. Yeah, does he ex- did he accidentally call you? Why, did no. he accidentally call you? Yes, he's accidentally called me before. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan. Someone yeah, accidentally called Him and Jerry Lynn are the only two people who've accidentally called me. So Kevin Long Sull- accidentally called me. <laughs> Player! <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right, because you had to set up Teddy Long, right? Yeah. yeah. That's fucking awesome. No, no the, wor- the, the most awesome is spending 45 was minutes it- on the phone with Bill Alfonso, and then well, he wanted 200 bucks to talk to us on the show for that well, amount of what time. What about you, Matt? Didn't Vader, like, call you? Oh, uh, like- Vader <laughs> took, kept me on the phone for fucking 35 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you introduce me. <laughs> mentioned that I used to play in the NFL, and I'm like, all right, like, I know your history, like. Like, I'm pacing in my apartment like, I have a whole birthday show I'm trying to put together here. And Vader wants to talk to me. Uh, you know any promoters in New Jersey that can get me booked? I'm like, bro, I, I'm just, I just do a podcast, what's his man. Fucking, what's his name, Miko Maestro? <laughs> Yo, to, be on, to be honest, though, now that, like, he's not with us anymore... Like that—that's got to be that. That still has to rank up there as a pretty cool damn moment. Oh, of oh it was very it does. yes, very cool. Just at the time, it was a very big inconvenience. Right. weren't you on? The, weren't you on the phone a while too with Road Warrior Animal? No, we had him on the show. No, I know, but I thought I thought it was kind of the same thing where you had to set him up. For no, a that was um, I had to do that for Earl Hebner. I had to talk to Barry Horowitz for like forty-five minutes too. That's your own problem. So, oh my, so I'm, I'm remembering this Teddy Long conversation. I was actually it was when like COVID first like was nuts, and I had yeah. to get, and I had to get a. I was in the parking lot of the doctor's office waiting for someone in like full scrubs to come out, <laughs> and and swap. And on your COVID. phone, you what's up, player? What's up, yo? He says that. Yeah, that's that, that's no joke. That's a shoot, man. Like, like, he says I'm waiting when he's on the phone with you in social situations. One of my like, favorite. I'm, I'm waiting of all for time. for to get a COVID test, and he was like, "Well, it's the Undertaker. Yeah. We're gonna have that. a imagine, if the under, match. imagine if the Undertaker came out of the doctor's office with a swab, and was dude, like, and he was making money off those player masks he was selling. He was selling them shits out left and right. Look, Teddy Long's the only like performer that. My wife does like uh, uh, what's it called? An impression of <laughs> all the time. Holla, 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 holla. Terrible Teddy Long. Oh, no, it's it, it is, and it's I love it. It's hilarious. You sure it, she just doesn't want Jewish bread? Maybe this could be, but it's so funny to hear. Holla, 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 holla. <laughs> interesting, interesting. We're gonna have a lot of fun tonight. Uh, we got Uriah Upton. A Jace to Uriah Faber. He's joining us at 745. We're going to talk about the crown jewel. We're going to talk about Ric Flair and AEW. Me and, I think me and Handsome Kevin are on the same page in that one. Um, 
That why well, did we didn't get to talk about the NWA Salwin pay per view last week? Last week, last week. Oh, but somehow you probably Outrain. shouldn't shoot Not- a bit where everybody's doing cocaine <laughs> in the middle of a pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> and I got fucking beef with MLW. Oh boy! Again, they're oh, fucking beef. grinding my gears. Seriously, oh, Kevin's boy. got a top five list tonight, and it's all here next. Episode 662, The Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, on the road, on the road to the 12-year anniversary show in two weeks. Oh, mama. The following is a presentation of The Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. You're watching the Shining Wizard. Wrestling podcast. You are tuned in live to episode number 662 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Coming to you live on social media. Going with you wherever you go on each and every one of those streaming and podcasting platforms. We are back in the hizzle. We're going to number 12. It's time for some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. Matt. And some Kevin. K. Jets. G. Oh boy, I guess the Jets uh, had a big win this past weekend. No, they're playing tonight, baby. Oh, tonight. Who's on the Who's on the itinerary for the Jets? They got the old San Diego Chargers. How the Chargers doing uh, this they're season? They're not terrible, but they're not great. Okay, so easy win for the Jets tonight. No, there's nothing easy about nothing when the comes Jets comes easy for the Jets. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> San I mean, Diego it could be worse. Injuries, but the Jets. Uh, but we'll see. They still have weapons. When you got Justin Herbert, Matt, as Matt can probably attest. When you have Justin Herbert as your QB, you're never safe. Matt, tell us about Justin Herbert. Never scared. The Oregon duck arm cannon. Yeah. Good. Good. The Oregon duck arm cannon. Good. Oregon duck arm cannon. Good. Good. Quarterback. Football. Good. Good tall guy. Good. Nice hair. He does have nice hair. But does he quack like a duck? Does he quack like a duck? 
Does he ever? Uh, just just to uh, I know people are very concerned about this. Forty two and uh, cloudy in Minnesota. So I uh, hope handsome Ooh. Kevin. I hope you got the heat on. Maybe uh, I know. Uh, let me ask you now, Kevin. Handsome Uh-oh. Kevin. Because we do have two Kevins, so my apologies. Uh, yeah. With the cold weather and uh, such, does it ever get to the point where you need to put socks on in the house, or you choose to? No. Or you have carpeted floors, or you rock the hardwood, or uh, we have some hardwood and some carpet. Oh, oh yeah. Any yeah. Hitler mustaches? Oh. Not presently. Ah, oh, interesting. <laughs> TMI for Miss Molly. Yikes! Didn't well, think I was going to get an answer there. No, I don't. Uh, I don't. There's never a time for socks in my house, man. I don't care how cold it gets. Really? I don't, I don't yeah. know what's worse: <laughs> the fact that you don't wear socks in your house, or that Matt doesn't wear deodorant after showering when, even though he's not going out. It's my right. fucking house, and my feet are clean. I'm not worried about the feet being clean. Like, how do you like? What if you step on something like in my house? What do you think? We got a pasture in the fucking living room. What do you think? I'm not saying like duty. I'm saying. What do you think? Joey Janela ran in his house and threw a bag of Legos on the floor. Yeah, maybe. No, maybe like Brutus the Barber beefcake scissors like fall on the ground and he steps on them. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I got this Brutus the Barber beefcake. (laughs) (laughs) I got one of those too. I know what I'm doing over here. What did you buy from Pro Wrestling Tees that you got that for free? It was part I of think, the, their fucking box. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll tell you what. Those boxes are great to put shit in, like other things. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have a butt. Look, I. Well, here we go. Chime it in, my main man. <laughs> Al says it. No socks for life. B- boxes are great to put stuff in. Yes. Yeah. These that's boxes not... are perfect. They fit that's, an eight by that's what boxes eight... are for. Yeah, but these are perfect for like an, all the eight by tens they send you that I don't have, you know, I don't have the room to display. You know, I don't want to get a box that's too big because then they're jostling around there with the other things. They get bent. They get ruined. I can't give them away. If you're thinking about joining the Patreon people, patreon.com slash wizards podcast, I'm cleaning. You can see behind me. It's a fucking disaster in here. Any level you sign up at the Patreon for this week, I'm sending you free stuff from my house. Clean. It's clean. It's good. It's all wrestling related. I got T-shirts. I got, I probably got fucking pro wrestling tee socks somewhere over there that I got in a box that I've never even worn. I got fucking bottle openers, pens, pins, stickers, autographed comic books, old wrestling magazines. It's got to go. So if you sign up for the $1 level, I'm sending you a box in the United States. I'm not paying for that. And no offense, oh, no. international people. I love you, but I'm not paying fucking twenty six dollars to send you an old WWF magazine and a couple stickers. Okay, I love <laughs> you. I appreciate you. If the other wizards want to do it. I'll gladly pack it up and drive it to them, and they can visit their local a uh, post office. Yeah, go ahead, drive it to me, and I'll, I'll walk it to my post office. I don't think I've I'd ever pay. shipped something in my life. I would wait. You, what? Maybe you gonna... should. I don't think I've ever shipped a package in my life. Like I've never really? shipped a package. No, like I've never gone to the post office and said, "Hey, here's a box. Take this." Hmm. All of you, interesting. Eat from that is strange, man. Yeah, I was thinking about this there, Double T, with me cleaning out the. Maybe you should clean out your pantry. Maybe throw some canned goods in some of these boxes. Yeah, but here's that the problem. Jacks up your shipping. Here's the problem with the pantry too. We share it with mommy. Ah, uh, yeah. And there's a lot of Ripley. Shit. 
no, no, no. I, dude, I wish I lived with my mom. No. No. Wouldn't have so mind her peeking in when I was there if that was the case. Yeah, right. Uh, there's a Boy. lot of like weird vegan shit in there that just would. Then fucking ship it out to the Patreon. No, people. You, you would lose. No one wants that. No one. Uh, any normal American red blooded uh, meat eating person does not want a package of tofu. I'll tell you right now, Matt. You sign that package of tofu, oh. they'll want it. Oh, nah, fuck yeah. I don't dude. think my signature is worth shit. To, to our fans, it is. Look, oh, 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 right there. Go oh. KJD. Our boy, Kevin, Kevin Gill, Gill wants tofu. OG, Kevin Gill. I'll I tell mean? you what, Ke- if Kevin Gill signs up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash wizards podcast, I will find vegan products to ship him. Just give him all the mommy shit from the pantry. I can't give all. Look, here's the thing. Give it all, then, then just. Oh, you must have forgot to go food shopping this week. No, no, look, mommy, she likes to hoard, so you got to take a couple things out of clips so she doesn't notice that you're just. No, you them take the it from garbage. the back of the pantry and you just leave the other shit right up front so it looks like it's all still there. Yeah, I lived with somebody who did that with my fucking energy drinks. They would just who? fucking take them from. And <laughs> who did who? this? Who do you think? The fucking professor. And then I went to grab one, and there was none behind him. And I, he did it to my roommate too. He did it to Pat. He oh would my take God. his. He would take his fucking protein shakes, and then he would move them all to the front. And then Pat grabbed one one day, and there was like two left. And he was like, "This is the first one I've had. Where are the other nine? I don't know. He's in my room shirtless with one of my hats on listening to fucking ECW music from the 90s. Drawn up fake made up pay-per-view cards. He's going, what are you doing home? I live here, asshole. and shit. Fucking hand job. Uh, Hey, professor. How's everyone doing? We're good, man. We got a lot of people in the chat right now. So shout out to everyone there. They're all beautiful. Yes, they're I don't like what my hair is doing. But sitting on the top of your head? You look very pristine. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You showered before the show, didn't you? Always. No deodorant. Always. We got the hats up above and then the no hats downstairs. The no hats. Almost no hair on my side. Ah, This is weird, right? So, like, look. Like, this side of my head, it's like, oh, look at the normal hairline. And then this side of my head. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Do that one more time. All right, so this is like normal. Right. I would. I wish I could mirror this side, and then That's when you go to this terrible. side, it's like, woohoo, baby! Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. I've got double mirrors when I'm down here, like in the morning, like brushing my teeth, and I just see the fucking big bald spot. I mean, it is what it is. Wait, didn't you just oh. go for a haircut, Tony? Yeah, it's Friday. We went. Yeah, Wait, you got so. that bathroom reef done and you have to brush your teeth in the fucking basement? Well, because there's three of us in the house and sometimes there's somebody upstairs. You're fucking king of the castle, bro. You should not be brushing your teeth in the basement. What? I like brushing my teeth down here. What is fucking like with Lego hair uh, kick you out of the bathroom? Brushing oh. your teeth in the basement. That's yeah. the name of the show. Your kid's so old enough now. We, we got heat. We can go. We can tangle. Listen, man, I, I don't know how you'd fare against them these days. I'll jam a bee bag right up his ass. How do you like them apples? A bag? Jean, yeah, bean bag. Bag. In the oh, so how's boy. everyone doing, though? We're Everyone's all right good? for the third time. <laughs> well, you know, I want to catch up. People want to know. They haven't seen us in a week. We had H- HK's big birthday extravaganza last week. Tremendous day, by the way. That was a tremendous Yeah, still, still riding a high on that one. Dude, yeah. dude, I'm telling you right now. Matt hit it out of the park, and when he does that, there's no better feeling in the world. Like, when you have that cavalcade of people that just show up to say happy birthday to you. Like, like God, it's just amazing. So you you earned that one, buddy, and uh, 
That was awesome. I wish it'll take. I wish I I thought about it now to pull the sound clip of Dave Sullivan going, "What is this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) What is this?" You thought you were Kevin Sullivan. He still thinks we're doing it for (laughs) Kevin Sullivan. By the way, Handsome Kevin has joined the squad. We've got squad goals now. No. What is that? What is handsome, that? Ke- that handsome Kevin is on the uh, the Fortnite squad. How Sorry, on earth my, would I my, ever know what that means? My internet glitched. What did you say, Tony? <laughs> he said, welcome was to compl- the club, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. It's like, yeah. We'll be Stoner losers together. Time. Ah, couldn't, couldn't figure out what video game to play for 40 minutes. You could have been playing Fortnite with Tony and Lego Head. Fortnite They weren't minutes. playing. I don't think ah. at least. Lego Lego Head doesn't play Fortnite anymore. I love the. Uh, I wonder why. Um, in the Discord, if you're not part of the Shining Wizards Discord, there's a oh. link on our link tree on uh, Twitter. Tony goes. Really? Someone's like, "Oh, we like. Well, I'll play Fortnite with you whenever." Tony's like, "Oh yeah, anytime you want to play, but usually Friday, Saturday, Sundays." That's <laughs> like when I ask my wife, like, "What do you want to eat?" And she's like, "I don't know. What do you want to eat?" And I'm like, "I will eat anything. You no make shit. the decision." <laughs> yeah, you didn't give Mike Peterson a shout out. He's on the squad too. No, he's not on the squad yet. Yeah, I haven't Ooh. seen him there. Yeah. Are you very Let's... particular about who you choose to join your squad? Well, for now, handsome Kevin replaced somebody. I think. Oh. <laughs> no, no, we, 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 what's, what's no, the heat, no. man? What's the heat? No, there's no heat. We're just breaking handsome Kevin in. How do you like? How do you feel about that, HK? How's the breaking in going? Uh, well, I'm not going to give everybody the dissertation that I gave the other Holy night. Shit. This fucking guy. So, uh, I'm enjoying the game. I'm still getting used to the controls. Uh, so, still, uh, still a little bit of a learning curve, but I am enjoying it. Was that uh, succinct enough for you there? Well, when my kid walks in, uh-huh. he goes, "I go, hey, handsome Kevin's playing." He goes, "Oh, what does he think?" I go, "The kid wants to know what you think." Well, you know, the controllers feel a little stiff and, you know, like I'm still trying to feel my, I'm like, oh, fuck. Do you like the game or not? Jesus Christ. And there you what, go. And what did Legs say? Who? Lego. That was short for Lego. Yeah. Oh, Lego? Legs. He's like, let Legs. him speak his mind. Let him give his opinions. Yep. Easy for someone to say who doesn't have the fucking headset on trying to play the game. <laughs> who didn't have the headset on? Your kid wasn't listening to it, was he? No, but I was bitching about his ankle. (laughs) So it's easy for him to say, like, let him speak his mind when he gets to leave the room and everybody else has to listen to fucking Dwight from the office. (laughs) Lover Royale wants to know, did Kevin figure out how to customize his character? Kevin figured out that you cannot customize your character. Nope. What does that even mean? It means handsome Kevin's a girl. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we already knew that. There's no... You didn't need Fortnite to tell us that. Yeah. (laughs) Just watch the show. There's no create a character. You like you buy skins so you could like change what your character looks like. But in terms of actually creating a character, you can't do it. Is this like human human trafficking? You buy uh. skins? Yes. Wow, interesting. Pretty much, and you got to pay money for them. Oh, what's the most expensive skin? Oh, it depends. The the real expensive ones usually go about two thousand V bucks maybe, which is probably oh, like V bucks. What's yeah, the V it's stand like for? Sixteen bucks. Like virtual, yeah, virtual. Oh yeah, bucks. virtual. Oh yeah. yeah, it's worth about a signed tofu by Matt. Yeah, there you go. 
I tell you what, though, I did get smooth up in some bitches while we were playing, which felt pretty good. Attaboy. Yeah. Wait, is, what? The most, is the most <laughs> expensive skin fucking Rupert Murdoch, an old white racist dude? Man, if you could be Rupert Murdoch, I would definitely run around as also old RM. Mm-hmm. Also, did you reference, did you just reference a Bullet Boy song by saying smooth up in them, bitch? Oh, yeah. You should have heard me when I killed somebody the other night. I fucking put him down. Just smooth up in them. Please, please preface by saying you killed somebody in Fortnite. <laughs> Molly well, is I, in Spain, so who knows what you do <laughs> when she's not in the house. <laughs> fucking handsome Kevin's running around in a thong, screaming 80s metal fucking hair bands while he's killing people. Yeah, the only thong. problem is, is that the twig goes one way and the berries go out the other. It's, it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking twig, the Minnesota twig and berries killer. <laughs> He likes it when it's winter. Everything shrinks. The MTB killer. <laughs> <sighs> That's got to be a finishing move somewhere. Oh, trust me. There's finishing. <laughs> That's going to be yours. That's your, that's your finisher. <laughs> All right. So everybody's doing good. Everyone had a good week. How are you doing? Yeah. Uh, you know how I'm doing. I'm okay. Still got that whooping cough or is that gone now? Nah, a little bit, a little bit. It's still there. Not as, you know, it's there, whatever. Right, yeah, it was, it it was a week. You know, you guys know. I didn't have a great week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, so yeah, that was true. rough. And then I kind of forgot. And then, like, you know, people say, like, sorry. And I'm like, for what? What did you do? <laughs> what like, dick? no. Someone came. I'm not even going to joke about it. <laughs> like, uh,. I was at one of the one of my farmers market regulars. He follows me on Instagram, so he came up and he was like, "Hey man, how you doing? Like, you need a hug?" And I'm like, "No, man, I'm good. Like, fucking daylight savings. I got an extra hour. Like, I feel fucking great." And he's like, "No, because you had to put your cat yeah. to sleep." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, I still don't need a hug, but thanks, <laughs> I appreciate it." So it was a rough, it was a rough week, yeah, but we're yeah. we're you know Nelly's floating around here somewhere. She's feeling the effects of it. She's not her normal self so see that that's like that stinks like i know yeah. it stinks for you guys because but because you can't communicate with the other like the other cat that had suffered a loss like that's tough like because you, you have no idea like how to yeah, make it better no, for it stinks she just yeah, yeah so but i'm a big uh, cat guy so hopefully uh hopefully you feel better soon bud oh yeah we love the pussy here ah, that's right stole my joke you fuck Sorry, you got to be quick, man. Quick to the draw. I didn't want to cut anybody off. I, I'm okay. Oh, I appreciate that. Good, Tony. You're good though. Yeah, good. Okay, recovered from the birthday festivities. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Man. That was that was still amazing. Still, uh, I say I wrote I wrote that high for a while. I told the story on uh, on Tots. Tots pod. Yeah, the Tots pod. I was telling nice. the story of Al because afterwards Molly asked me. She's like, "How how are you feeling?" And I was just, I was fucking floating. I finally just said, you know, I, I'm just feeling very fortunate. Uh, I don't make a big deal out of my birthday. Never have. I said, I'm just feeling extremely fortunate of, of the, the friends that I have. So again, thank you guys. That was, that was, uh, that was the best. Oh, well, you're well. And if you're not, you're, you're tuning in for the first time, you're not familiar, go back to the archives. We had a star studded surprise birthday show for HK last week. Dave Sullivan, Savio Vega, Dr. Tom Pritchard, Al, Duke, Petey uh, Brown, Petey Brown was in the house. Alvin Falcone showed up. It, it was Nick useless, Dinsmore. but he was there. Yeah, Nick Sasquatch came in for two seconds. So yeah, Stonehenge called from a cave. Oh. It was great. <laughs> Big O. 
The possum was in the house. Possum. Yeah, it was fucking great. So definitely go back and check that out. It's in the archive, shiningwizards.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, but we are a wrestling podcast, so I think it's time to talk a little pro wrestling and take us over the top. Ooh, WWE Crown Jewel. Sami Zayn defeats JD McDonough. Got that one. Seth Rollins defeats Drew McIntyre. Got that one. Rhea Ripley defeats Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez, and Shayna Baszler. And Zoe Stark in a women's world title five way match. Got that one. Solo defeats John Cena. Got that one. WWE United States title match. Logan Paul defeats Rey Mysterio. Got that one. EO Sky defeats Bianca Blair. Got that one. Cody Rhodes defeats Damian Priest. Got that one. And in a WWE title uh, match, Roman Reigns defeated L.A. Knight. Got that one. WWE NXT. The Creed Brothers defeat Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo. North American title match. Dominic Mysterio defeats Nathan Frazier. Braun Breaker defeats Mr. Stone. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven defeat J.C. Jane and Thea Hale. Lola Vice defeats Kalani Jordan. And Ilya Dragunov defeats Carmelo Hayes. Tony, take me over the top. You can't see the Great Wall of China from space. However, Arthur Ashe Stadium is visible from the moon once a year when all the slobs go there to see AEW and eat sandwiches in the parking lot and then spend $80 on refreshments and burgers inside. <sighs> <sighs> see what you did coming after me this week, huh? All right, I see how you're going to do this. <laughs> Unnecessary, and you can't see Arthur Ashe Stadium from space, people. Don't be ridiculous. You can once a year. No, you can't. <laughs> Did you hear the facts? That's not. That's definitely not a fucking fact. You made that shit up. No, it's uh, right speaking of making me. shit up, AEW, um, <laughs> their attendance records, uh, Dynamite, <laughs> AEW International Title Match, Orange Cassidy defeats Claudio Castagnoli. The Ring of Honor World Six Man Titles change hands as the Mogul Embassy, Bishop Khan, Brian Cage, and Toa Leone defeated the Elite, Adam Page, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, the Golden Jets. Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega defeated Angelo Parker and Matt Minardi. Hikaru Ushida defended the AEW women's title against Willow Nightingale. And Bullet Club Gold defeated MGF and the Acclaimed. On Rampage, Penta El Ziero Mieda defeated El Hijo de Vikingo and Commander in a match that made fucking no sense. Sky Blue defeated Marina Shafir. You remember when she was, like, undefeated and they showed the big video package because we should care about her? She lost to Sky Blue. Uh, Daniel Garcia defeated Trent Beretta. The Guns defeated Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel, a Ring of Honor tag team. Overall collision, Swerve beat A.R. Fox. The Kingdom defeated the Crucible, Brixton Nash, and Jay- that's got to be a made-up, right? That's made-up? No, that's not great. Enhancement guys, probably. Those are real no, people. They're actually, All right. they're actually yeah. from up in my neck of the woods. Oh, great. Well, congratulations, guys. Darby Allen defeated Lance Archer. Well, there goes that. Uh, AEW World Trio title match. Billy Gunn, the acclaimed, beat Dalton Castle and the boys. Mark Briscoe and naturally limit. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Uh, Mark Briscoe and Dustin Rhodes and Keith Lee defeated Kip Saban and the Workhorsemen. Willow Nightingale defeated Emmy Sakura and FTR and LFI defeated Big Bill in the Gates of Agony. Uh, that's AEW people. Tony, please take us over the top. You can't see me. John Cena has more five-star matches than Kurt Angle. Oh, it's true. It's true. July 17th, 2011, CM Punk versus John Cena at WWE's Money in the Bank. All right. Sorry, Kurt. 
What an honor to get a five-starter match. And speaking of honor, let's take it over to Ring of Honor. Uh, where Josh Woods defeats Ethan Page, Layla Hirsch over Robin Renegade. Darius Morton gets the nod over Lee Moriarty. The Righteous Dutch and Vincent defeat Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel, who we just talked about. And an ROH Women's World title match. Athena defeats Mercedes Martinez. And in a four-way... Well, we're not done yet. In a four-way, Angelico defeats Gringo Loco, Metalik, and Slim J. And in a four-way tag team match, wow, that was terrible. Gates of Agony defeated the Infantry. And so I don't read these ahead of time, at least the ROH ones, because I think it's more fun this way. Gates of Agony defeat the Infantry and the Iron Savages and the Wingmen. And a three-way match, holy multi-man match, Batman. Action Andretti defeats Lee Johnson and Nick Karamoto. And oh, a singles match. Kiara Hogan defeats Charlotte Renegade in a three-way tag. This is not real. You a three-way tag team match. Dalton Castle <laughs> and Gravity defeat the Workhorsemen and Cole Carter and Griff Garrison. Cody, I'm tired. Batman, I'm tired. Take me over the top. Strap in, kids. Physicians throughout the world used the term hysteria as a medical diagnosis for women who exhibited a variety of symptoms and behaviors. Commonly, hysteria would be the outward manifestation of a condition called the wandering womb, where the womb would wander inside a woman's body and come into contact with a woman's other organs. So what did they do to treat this hysteria? They cured it with hysterical paroxysm, which is known as the female orgasm. Yes, doctors would get women off by hand to cure what ailed them. Almost seems to me like wrestling fans are missing out on a golden opportunity to treat these crazy bitches. I right. should just play him some Def Leppard hysteria. <laughs> Def Leppard always made an impact. Come on, we're going to get a strike, you fucking idiot. Strike two. Strike one. What does it mean when we get a strike? Batman that means that we use copyrighted shit. I don't know. I really don't know. We I got, got two one, arms. So. Fuck Rick Allen. <laughs> wow, what a dick. All right. I like them apples. Speaking of a turning point, Matt just definitely had a turning point right there, and we're going to talk about Impact Wrestling turning point. Uh, I guess some matches that I did not see because they may not have aired. Grado and Rhino defeat Mike DeVecchio and Ryan Richards in a North title match. Leon Slater, who I believe was the winner of the Gut Check Challenge, defeats Mark Haskins. And where I picked up, Eric Young and Josh Alexander defeat Subculture Flash Morgan, Webster and Mark Andrews, Giselle Shaw over Alex Windsor. Rich Swan defeats Trey Miguel Banger. Jordan Grace defeats Danny Luna. Joe Hendry, I believe in Joe Hendry, defeats What Culture Simon Miller, the most professional wrestling gods, my dear good close personal friend Brian Myers and former guest of the show Moose, defeat Chris Sabin and Frankie Kazarian. And another banger. Uh, TNA Impact. Are you really going to burp over my freaking... <laughs> <laughs> Did that really just happen right now? What? I don't know. Wolf yet it. Uh, in the Impact Knockouts World title match, Trinity defeats Deanna Perazzo. Another banger. And, of course, in a banger that you would all expect, Will Ospreay is victorious over Eddie Edwards. Tony... Take me over the top, pal. I don't know if I like all this banging on Impact Wrestling. Really it, it kind of makes sense. It, if it, I were it. a female wrestler who was really mean to everyone I met, <laughs> my name would probably be Mildred Jerk. 
Oh, no. And if you were a female wrestler who liked to dance, you'd be Mildred Twerk. <laughs> if you were uh, <laughs> addicted to pills, you could be Mildred Perk. And if I was really good in the ring, they'd call me Mildred Work. <laughs> and if you were a female wrestling creeper, you'd be Mildred Lurk. <laughs> Or if I was a female wrestler that came on other female wrestlers, I'd be Mildred Blurk. <laughs> and if you were a female wrestler dressed up as Brian O'Halloran for Halloween, you'd be Mildred Clark. <laughs> if you were Kate Hensler, if you were a female wrestler related to Brandon, you'd be Mildred Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> If you were a sarcastic female wrestler, you'd be Mildred Smirk. Oh, come on. It's there. It's, it's there. I mean, they're not all going to be hitters. Well, let's see them hitters, baby. Yeah, speaking of hitters. <laughs> you got to do it with the Batman voice. <laughs> I'd like to see those hitters. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. That's uh, me going over to MLW. Migo. Uh, <laughs> Warner defeats Talon. Brett Ryan Goslin defeats Jay Bougie. <laughs> the Calling uh, versus the Second Gear crew ends in a no contest. Tony, over the top, me bad. Pepsi was originally called Brad's Drink, or as some others would call it, Xavier's Cream Pie. <laughs> you made me laugh. <laughs> Let's go to New Japan. <laughs> Bolton Oleg, the DKC, and Taguchi defeated Strong Machine J, Mazuko Jr., and Yoshika Kato. <laughs> The United Empire, Callum Newman and Jeff Cobb. This voice doesn't work. Defeated the young blood, Oscar Lube and Yodo Nakashima. Oscar Lube. Oscar Lube. Oscar, <laughs> Oscar Lube. El Desperado. Uh, Master Wado and El Desperado. Master Wado. <laughs> is that a real team name? Please it tell is. me that's real. <laughs> Defeated the Ichiban Sweet Boys, uh, Fujita and Robbie Eagles. Uh, Mushami Akamasuta. Oh, that's a tag team. Yo and Musashi and Bullet Club War Dogs by Pinfall. The Intergalactic Jet Setter. Now I sound like Strong Bad. The Intergalactic Jet Setters defeated. Oh, and Tomatonga defeated LIJ. Uh, LIJ uh, de defeated just five guys. Uh, David Finley, he defeated Tangaloa. John Moxley and the Great Okan, the first match, ended in a double countout. The second match, false count anywhere, John Moxley defeated Great Okan. The six-man openweight tag team champions, Chaos, Okada, Tim, Tom Ishii, and uh, this is hard to read with this mask on, and Hiroshi Tanahashi <laughs> <laughs> defeated TMDK by pinfall. Catch 2-2 defeated the House of Torture to win the Super Junior Tag League. Hiromu Takahashi defeated Taji Ishimori, and in your main event, Will Ospreay defeated Ishota Umino. Tony, take us. Over the top, please. I, think he was, I thought he was fucking reading Ring of Honor there for a minute. Oh, Ring of Honor. <laughs> uh, 
in the game this of segment. Life. All right, come on now. <laughs> in the game of life, they end up in the poor farm. In the movies, they get the Razzies. Whoa. In Fortnite, they're one of the other 99 players. In wrestling, they're the people in the stands. What are they called? Fucking losers! Alfred. Boys, I also had an idea. Uh oh. Magenta and Batman. Uh, it's Matman, sir. Oh, Matman. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please I was going to say Matman. Matman and Magenta do over the top by themselves. Matt Matman reads all the facts and Magenta just comes back at him. I can't fucking fall. Magenta can't read. He can't uh, read oh, way, to, way to ruin the gimmick, Tony. <laughs> oh, like we don't know it's you? It's not. <laughs> don't mind that it's Matt. He, he almost sounds like the uh, college humor Batman. There yeah. you go. I stab you first. Different background. Hope With my happy. dick. <laughs> you reminds me of Bat the Dad. Before you put them in the sink. <laughs> like, that's the same guy, right? Like the I guy think, with his kids? I think so. That's Bat Dad, yeah. Yeah. Or he's no, like, yeah, that's different. He's like, Jen, do squats. <laughs> Is there anything we want to talk about before our guest shows up? Uriah Heap. <laughs> He's easy living. <laughs> we only have seven minutes. Uh, we got seven minutes to talk about Ric Flair. Woo! Oh. <laughs> I got to take this thing off. <laughs> yes, please. Please, Batman. Would you like to ride with Batman? I look better with uh, not the headphones on. A-E-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-W-O-
There's no doubt about it. Ric Flair, arguably one of the greatest of all time. I've been saying this for years. I don't need to see him. I'm sorry. The nostalgia, the nostalgia is so worn off for me because he's on TV every six months. If he's not with Charlotte, he's having his last match on a big thing, a big to-do that Conrad's puts on. If he's not doing that, he's in NXT doing something. He's had, what, he gets someone pregnant in WWE? Wasn't that a storyline? Yeah, it was, uh, it was, what's her name? Uh, dun, dun. Lacey Evans. Yes. You got Lacey Evans praying. Like, woo! My boys can swim. Woo! Woo! He's everywhere. There's no nostalgia for me there. He looks like a melted candle. I don't want to see him. He does nothing for me now. He's not. There's no chance he's wrestling again, man. I'm telling you that right now. They're, they're, I don't know, man. A I'm, lot of shit that I, I never thought would happen happens in AEW. I understand what you guys are both saying, and I totally think that it. Is it a possibility? Yeah. But is it like, I would. God, the more I think about it, like, though, it's like... Yeah, but I'm not even talking about wrestling. I just don't want to see him on my TV. Oh, here we go. Matthew Birch, Flair and Andrade versus Sting and Darby will absolutely happen at AEW at some point. Write it down. Oh, and Kate, Fightful's Kate the Great, he got cleared. From what? Death? Like, like what? Like, what does he, what, what does he even have to get cleared for? Because he's got a fucking pacemaker, and apparently, no, but that's that, that's what I'm saying. Like, wh why even put him? Like, it's a waste of time to put him through tests to get cleared when he shouldn't be wrestling at all, even if he is healthy. He'll be in the ring. Oh, yeah, I I guess you're right, but like, I don't want it. No, I don't want it either. <laughs> I don't want him on my fucking TV. Yeah, Rick. And now Rick, that Rick Flair would be cool, like. You go to like WrestleCon or like '80s Con, and he's there, and he's signing autographs. You get a picture with the Nature Boy, maybe a pose where the two of you are doing the strut together, holding up the four fingers or something like that. Woo! Woo! That that Woo! that's that would be cool for like shit. Ric Flair's at like Double or Nothing signing autographs, or he's at WrestleMania signing autographs. Or maybe even like the host of a pay per view. He comes out, gets the crowd going, like. We're all here for AEW! Woo! And that's it. And like, all right, goodbye. Here's some woo wings and some fucking woo energy drink, and there you go. He's, woo wings! His perfect role would be there to do those things, but, be, but because he's under contract, it wouldn't be costing AEW any more money than they're actually paying him. So maybe more people would come to the event that he's signing at just to put more money in Tony Khan's pocket. Like, that's... Like, he's like... Tony Khan is like vending Ric Flair, like, for the next, like, three years. Or whatever it is. If you That's can get Ric Flair to show up for everything. Yeah. <laughs> what Tony Khan is Ric Flair's vendor. I, look, again, I get it. I just don't. I don't. like. And, and Tony Khan looks like an idiot because he went after NXT a couple weeks ago. Like, oh, you're bringing out like The Undertaker or Jesse. Bro, you have fucking Ric Flair's on my TV now. Sting. Like, look, sorry. And, and we can talk about this after we talk to our guest. Adam Copeland isn't. It's not working. I'm sorry. Nope. That's a swing and a miss. Nobody gives a shit. I'm sorry. He's he's making himself look silly. Meanwhile, I got to watch Keith Lee in a fucking six-man tag match on Collision. Are you kidding me? You can't find anything for Keith Lee to do? When was the last time Keith Lee was on, on fucking AEW TV before Collision? He, he will be facing Samoa Joe on this Wednesday's Dynamite. Right, but I want to know what he was doing. Let's see. When was the last he was, time He was Keith doing the, the Naturally Limitless thing with Dustin Rhodes. Match. And then Dustin Rhodes got hurt, and then I guess that's when he 
from right, so the end of August till the first of October, he was not on TV. He's beaten Zicky Dice and Turbo Floyd in single matches. Right. <laughs> and I know we want to get to our guest real quick, um, but Kate brings up, well, what if he dies tomorrow, they don't want to say we never cleared him. Yeah, I get that, but he shouldn't be in. He shouldn't be any position to have to get cleared for anything anyway. Like, there's no reason why Flair should be cleared to compete physically. There's no, there's no reason for it. Unless he's going to wrestle. But that, that shouldn't happen, is what I'm saying. Woo! 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 After we talk to Uriah, we're going to get, because Handsome Kevin said in the text message this morning, I don't think a lot of people are going to like what I have to say, so we're going to circle back. But let's bring in the golden boy. What's he fucking doing his hair down here? What's going on? Yeah, he's here? like using this as his mirror or something. Yeah, what's like up he thinks there, he's Uriah? fucking Jerome from the time. Uh, Want me to hold that shit up for you? You guys hear me? We can hear you. Can you hear us? Oh, yeah, I can hear you guys fine. Oh, that's handsome. That's, that's there. Oh, that. oh, 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 there you go. What is going on? There he is. How are we doing today, gentlemen? Good. How are you, Uriah Upton? Uh, I'm, I'm tired. Had a long weekend. Had a long weekend this week. Ty- how? Let me. I just got to know. How old are you? I'm, I'm 20. What the fuck are you tired from, bro? <laughs> you should have. Endless energy. You should be running through a fucking brick wall right now. You're tired. Uh, I got nothing to say. I just I've I've been in the backseat of cars with my legs crammed for five hours. It's just sounds like a, a lot sounds, on the body. Sounds like my high school years. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm for twenty years old. I'm, I'm pretty damaged up already, but not from wrestling. From other stuff. Ah, uh, banging in the backseat of cars. Yeah, that a boy. That and yeah, you guys got it right on the nail. <laughs> Fuck five hours, twenty years old. That makes sense. Twenty years yeah. old, five hours. Good for you. Yeah, way to get him, man. Yes, sir. Can we look, sir? See, this is I'm done. He called me fucking sir. Well, you're an old he, man, dude. I'm not as old as you. You're gonna well, be fifty respect, next year. I gotta respect people older than me. So there you go. You, you could be five years. You could be ten years older than me. I still call you sir. Well, this That's is what you brought us. to the show, HK. Yeah. What's what, the, what what are you drinking, guy? Uh, what just, is that? just some water. Just just that's a just fucking fancy love fancy with, looking water bottle. Yeah, would love would love that sponsorship. So core Get on it, Core. I'm I'm here. Well look, buddy, if you're gonna get a sponsorship, you gotta you gotta up that social media game, bro. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel you on You're that. twenty years old. You should be a master at the social media. I mean there's a lot of ways to do it. There's a lot of ways to do with the social media thing. Yeah. And you haven't picked one yet. I haven't picked one yet. No, I haven't. <laughs> it's a tough decision, HK. Yeah, decisions, decisions. You're going to go on the TikTok? You're going to go on the grinder? What are you going to do? Uh, OnlyFans. OnlyFans is probably the way to go. Uh, I hope you... Feet Finder is really popular as well. Yeah, I was going to say, you got good-looking feet? Uh, I, I feel I feel like with a, with a couple of uh, pedicures, I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah, we'll get you some lights. We'll shave some of that cheese off the bottom. You'll be good to go, man. Can we get a preview? Can we get a feet preview? Can we judge oh your feet? Uh, I, I don't think you guys are paying me to be here for that. So <laughs> We're not paying you at all, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here. He's the golden boy. Um, now, 20 years old. How long have you been in the wrestling business? Because HK, he speaks very highly of you. And uh, it's very surprising that you've been in the game for such a short amount of time. Yeah, I've been I've been wrestling ever since uh, I would probably say about August of 2021 because that's when I graduated high school. 
I graduated uh, about a month earlier in 21. And then just right after that, I came down to Sioux Falls, uh, hit up Mr. Uh, Eugene Nick Dinsmore, and then the rest is history. Oh, God, you you get trained by that fucking nut job? <laughs> uh, I, I was trained by him. I'm not currently trained, but like here and there we'll have we'll have a training session. But I did start out with him, yes. God, guy's a maniac. Yeah, I think it was the first card that we worked together. I think I was talking to Jackson. And I was like, boy, this kid, this kid's he knows what he's doing. How How long has he been at it? And he fucking says, I think it's about six months now. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I thought I thought it was a rib until I actually started talking to you because, you, I mean, you look so natural in the ring. Yeah. I mean, you, you move crisp. Your moves always look good. Uh, and some of the some of the things I've seen you do, you, you're downright fearless at times. Maybe stupid. Maybe stupid. <laughs> but, but no, it's 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 incredible how how talented you are at such a young age being as, you know, as, as green as you are, it, it blows me away. Yeah. And I appreciate such kind words, Kevin. Uh, really for the most part, it's just, I've been watching this my whole life. This is something I've wanted to do right. since. Your whole life is fucking 20 years. <laughs> All right, like, the brakes, guy. 20 years that's is not a long time. That's not a long time. I'm twice as old as you. And Tony's like three times as old as you. I got t-shirts older than you. <laughs> I mean, what have you done in those 20 years? Oh, my God. Nothing. So much. <laughs> so much of not. I do a fucking podcast. There you go. Mm, yeah, that's something. At, at least you're here. And I double as Batman. Batman. Oh, and oh, whichever I... one of you fuckers change my name to Fat Man, I'm going to get you. <laughs> I noticed, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> so you say you've been watching it your whole life. Right after high school, you decide to be a wrestler. What was the moment? Where you were like, this is, I'm not going to go to college. I don't want to be a mechanic. I don't want to do this. I want to be a professional wrestler. Is there a specific moment where you decided this is your life goal? Um, Not really. As, like, as a kid, I've always dreamed about doing this. But it was really around my sophomore, like junior year of high school, when I was really like, I have to do something. And it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm, about to leave, I'm about to leave this place. Uh, I could go to college like everybody else. But, like, I, I cannot stand school. I hated school. I hated being in the classroom specifically. So that is something, like, I couldn't really do. So for the most part, I was just thinking, like, what is the most, like, realistic option for me to do? And, like, it just so happened to be, like, wrestling for some reason. Uh, just the stars aligned somehow to where I used to live in Sioux Falls. There was a school in Sioux Falls. Uh, I was planning to leave Cali anyways, so... That was that was the move, like right from the get go when wait, I found wait, out. Wait, wait, wait. You left California for fucking North Dakota. South. Don't don't disrespect South. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, looking at a, yeah. uh, the 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 promo picture from your match this past weekend, and it's got ND on there for North Dakota. My apologies for all you South Dakotians out there. So you went. I don't like the sun and the girls and the uh, California. Let me go to the fucking coldest place in America. Um. Well, like, <laughs> like all that stuff you said beforehand. Great. Like I loved right. Cali because of that reason. It was just. Right. It's really expensive down there. Like especially when you're gonna live by yourself or potentially even gonna bunk with like five or six guys in a dorm. Like, that's not something I wanted to do. All right. And then for the most part, I was, up in I was up in Northern California. So at least from what I was researching, I couldn't find a school, at least close to me. 
You couldn't find a school between California and South Dakota? At, at least something realistic to me. Because going down to Southern California, that's a that's a crazy jump. Crazier than South Dakota. Because I'm I'm not from I'm not from like San Francisco or like any one of the big California uh, cities. I'm from a small town called Rio Vista, California. Yeah, but you went to fucking South Dakota, dude. <laughs> uh, I like there's a long story to this because I lived in South Dakota before. So, like, were you held at gunpoint? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kind of. My mom kind of just uh, picked me up, got me in a car, and we were in South Dakota one day. And I was like, "What is this? It's cold." Sounds like a sounds like a kidnapping. <laughs> uh, for the most Are you okay? Part. Do we need to make a phone call? Or yeah, uh, do we need to? Is your flyer up in New York City somewhere? Should I know? Are you about on a this? milk carton? <laughs> Are uh, you really twenty? Yes, I'm. I'm really twenty. Okay. I was like, I've never even seen milk in a carton, low key. What? Like milk has always been in a gallon or like. A smaller of like a pint, right? Yeah, or like a quart. I've never seen it actually in a cardboard carton. Kind I thought he was right? going to say like he's always seen him in glass bottles, and I was like, wow. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not that bougie, but <laughs> bougie. Yeah. <laughs> Tell it to the fucking cow. <laughs> I watched some of your uh, some of your matches today before we had you on because I wasn't familiar with you. Excuse me. <clears throat> You you seem for someone who hasn't been in the wrestling game too long, you're you look extremely comfortable in the ring. How long did it take you to get to that point where you were content? Because uh, I could never put on my underwear and go stand in front of a bunch <laughs> of strangers. Seriously, like I don't think people think about that. Like I don't have like look. They called me Fat Matt. These assholes. Mm-hmm. Like you put on your underwear, and then you're gonna go out there and kind of you're just showing yourself for everybody. How long before you were comfortable with that? Especially for somebody who just decided like. I got to do something with my life. I guess I'll be a wrestler. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I really feel like it, it, it didn't take that many matches. It took like maybe like, like it's going to sound crazy, but maybe like, like five or six. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Just because I was, when I started, I felt like I was in the ring with like people who like taught me the right way how to do things. And like, I just feel like from that point on, from like after like my third or fourth match, it started becoming like, oh, like I've done this in training like numerous times. Like it's pretty much just doing the same thing, but just with the crowd, uh, with one take. And for the most part, it's just those butterflies went away pretty fast. So you walk into the Nick Dinsmore wrestling school, right? Yeah. If he was like, hey, in a couple of years, you're going to wrestle a fucking possum. Are you out or are you staying? Uh, like it might not even sound that crazy, but Nick has said some crazy things like that before. So like, <laughs> like for the most part, I probably would have stayed because some of the first things he's pitched to me when he first saw me. Oh, okay. Come on. What do you? Yeah. What do you pitch? What do you got? No, oh, no, 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 no. That that that's something between me, me. And oh. <laughs> like maybe time will tell. Maybe. Maybe in a tell-all, be-all of my story, I'll over those moments. But for Nick's sake and for my sake, I think it's best that we just keep that under wraps, if you know what I mean. Wow, interesting, interesting. I watched one of your – I watched not much of it, but I watched a match that was on YouTube. Is it frustrating for you when you see that your matches are on YouTube and the commentary and the audio is fucking atrocious? Uh, 
Like, it does annoy me, but, like, I do get it with some of these promotions. Like, you don't have, like, the production of selling companies. So they got to do what they got to do. But it does, like, for a lot of matches, it does kind of disqualify them from sending them to a lot of people just because I don't want them to go through that fucking audio. No way. No, I, look, I don't blame you, man. The first one I clicked on was you against, um, oh, God. The guy looks like Matt Tremont. Mm. Oh, I think it's like, I, I think big, you're talking about Jack. Big Jack, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and it was like, once the match started and then the audio was atrocious, I was like, I'm out. I'm done with exactly. this. Exactly, yeah. And then I went on to your Seven Seas title match, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed much more. Yeah, a little, little bit better quality, but at least from the home promotion where I'm from in Flagship, yeah. Uh, just with certain shows, uh, there's not a lot of people there. You know how things can get, and just like you get some, you get some randos doing audio for you, and you're just like, what experience does this guy have? But I guess he has some. Now, I know you're rocking the uh, Uriah Upton Golden Boy gimmick, but also 24K Honey. Yeah. Do you yeah, prefer singles work or tag matches? Uh, honestly, I, I I love it all, but I, I do love a good singles match, like one-on-one, uh, a mono-e-mono. That, that's the best type of story. That's the best type of match I feel like anyone can put on. Uh, tag matches can get really exciting. They can get great. But I think for the most part, for my liking, I love just one-on-one. Have you Now, I know you've worked at AWF a lot. Have you ever crossed paths with that son of a bitch, piece of shit, JJ Rogue? Uh, a couple times, a couple times. He has, uh, he has uh, uh, stared at me from the locker room a couple times in his uh, glasses for some reason. But I have run into him a couple times, yes. Have, have you ever t- had a chance to knock his block off? Uh, I have not gotten my chance to get my hands on him. Uh, he's he's running. He's uh, hiding behind Stonehenge and Nick Nelson and Rick. And apparently now Cho is a part of that thing. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how Cho got the belt, but I think things happen. I think you can't trust that guy. And who wears? There's only two two types of people that wear sunglasses inside: blind people and assholes. And I'm pretty sure yeah. JJ Rogue isn't blind. He might, he might be a little bit of both. You, know, you, you never know. Oh, blind asshole, the worst type. It's just uh, there are a lot of times where it doesn't it doesn't seem like JJ knows where he, he's going, but he, he somehow finds his way. Stonehenge always guides him the right way, but for the most part, it does seem like JJ does have a blind eye. So starting so young in the business, how long do you expect yourself to to actually truly make an impact? Are you more patient because you started so young, or are you hungry that you want it as soon as possible? Like there is a little part of me that's like I want every opportunity possible. I just want I want everything. I want the bright lights. I I want to get signed right now, but I I, I still do know that I'm young. I'm, I'm like like you guys know I'm only twenty. Uh, I'm only like one and a half two years in the business. That's not a lot. Uh, for a lot of people, uh, that is good enough experience to get signed, to get bigger opportunities. But at least for me right now, I feel like I'm going at the right pace. Uh, and I feel like I'm going at the right, uh, speed for me, at least. Yeah, that's a great attitude to have my man. That's a great attitude to have. So like a year ago, right? You were coming up on a year ago before he was the champion you and Alvin Falcone, you tangled. Yeah. Now, now, now he's the champ. Is it? Is he's not the time? champ anymore. From from where Wait, I, what the from fuck? Cage hearing. match? Oh my god! 
He's, he's he was the champ at Dragon Slam. Dragon Slam happened a week ago. But there was a show this past weekend. What the fuck, handsome Kevin? What? You didn't update me on a title change. Well, I didn't want to. It's uh, I'm not too happy with it. So, so that's Al- when you. Oh, the, who's this Alvin Cho? No more. Who's so, this Cho character? Cho beat Fra- Petey for the TV title. Who's the champion? Kyle Pro. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Fuck him. Yeah, so, fuck him. All right, so fucking Kyle Pro. You ready for Kyle Pro, Uriah Upton? Oh, I'm, I'm always ready for Kyle Pro. Uh, my first opportunity in Below Zero was against Kyle Pro, and he, he, he got away just, just by the squeak of his hair. So the next time I see Kyle Pro, it's going to be a much, much different story. You know you don't have a cage match. Whether it's a cage match, whether it's in a no, ring, no, you don't have a cage match. I can't look at your like career, and <laughs> oh. and you're not great on the social media. So I'm just piecing things together here. Oh, That's... I've never been in a cage match. No, no. You should go in a cage match. How did you and Lumber Mac fare this past weekend? Uh, we won. We won against uh, uh, Matthias and Lucas Lucas Alexander. I think his name is. Oh, how you feel about that? I mean. Below Zero has been putting me with a lot of random people lately, and it's just <laughs> I, I'm I'm good enough to tag with anyone if they need me to tag with so and so. I mean, they'll pay they're signing my they're signing my paycheck, so gotta go to work. So are you saying you're the Sean and they're the Marty? I mean, my perspective I'm I've always been Sean. I don't care if anyone's Marty right beside me. I mean, I've, I feel like I've always been at least. A step above whoever I've tagged with. All right, Sean or Brett? Uh, oof, that is a very tough question. Depends on depend on the to, depends on the, what you're asking though. Depends on like technical ability, uh, charisma. Like who who would I want to be more, or who's like career I would want to emulate? No, who do you prefer, Sean or Brett? Uriah. Uh, <laughs> uh I'd probably say. Bro, you say Sean, I'm hanging up on you. I'm just gonna head, give you a heads up now. <laughs> you can say it. You're you're a man. Be uh, a man, Hulk. Yeah, Sean Michaels. <laughs> it's just uh, he's he's resonated with me more. And then when I was gone, he's gone. Love it. Uh, but, uh, man of his word. But mostly for Sean, it was just I've I I was at least at a point when I was a kid where I was able to watch him. Right. I was like, I'm not old enough to watch Bret Hart. <laughs> Now you and uh, you and Matt Honey had a series of. We're matches. not that old. No, 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 no. We're not that old. What the shit, bro? No, but he's right though. Like unless you go yeah, out of your way to look. Yeah, but he's got the peacock. He can watch all the Bret Hart he needs. Fucking oh no, Bret Hart. Jesus. There's no ex- there's no excuse for not watching Bret Hart. Fine, Jesus, Shawn Michaels can suck my balls. <laughs> no excuse for not watching Bret Hart. But I can understand not seeing a lot of Marty Jannetty matches. No. I watch for my time period. I'm I'm gonna be 100 honest. Yeah. Uh, I do go back to watch classic matches that are suggested to me, but for the most part, when I'm sitting down with my food, uh, in front of the big screen, I'm I'm watching something that I can recognize uh, with with good HD quality. Know what I'm saying? 
Uriah, I got I got to cue you in on something. Every time Matt goes to the bathroom, we like to try to watch to I see. Could, I couldn't do it to him. I couldn't we, do it. We like to watch to see. Oh, Melly's here. Oh, no, all right. That's worth it then. If, if we could see him like taking a piss or if we could hear any kind of grunting or anything. All right. If, hey, we got Nelly's butthole. All right, so that's worth it. But if it was just what we had originally it'd be, done. It'd be so it. funny if he walked out naked and the microphone is covering his jizz. <laughs> Bro, you got a bathroom in that room? Yeah, oh yeah. Sometimes we hear some some plops and stuff. Some plops, <laughs> yeah. A little, little bit of grunts, I mean. What's up, Nelly? <laughs> like, I would imagine if he does, he has to sit in that room with that smell and still you know, do the You know what it is too? Like, like, he is an old man. Like, he's 40, but he's like going on 60. Like, his bowels no, are it's a lot of mileage. A lot of mileage. Yeah, dude. He's been, he looks like Burt Kreischer if he takes his shirt off. <laughs> oh wait, he's coming back. Shit. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Take him out. Did he see? He saw. Fuck. I'm not sure. <laughs> he's laughing. He might, he might <laughs> <laughs> really? This poor we're... guy's taking time out of his busy schedule. <laughs> no, we're saying hi to Nelly. What are you talking about? Yeah. And you gotta do that to me and the cat. I tried this to poor take it kid. Out, I tried to remove it. This is a, he's ne- busy. He's 20 years old. It's a Monday night. You he's think not he wants busy. To he's going to go sit in the back of the car for five hours. He ain't got shit to do tonight. <laughs> well, do you know what? That's what I was thinking about while I was in the men's room. Of like... course you were. You were thinking about men in the back seats of cars while you're in the toilet with your junk in your hand. How, how difficult is it being based out of South Dakota? Like, there is no, like, five hours. You probably, it was just a North Dakota trip. Like, so traveling, like, to the East Coast. Unless somebody's flying you out there, it's a real pain in the ass, no? I mean, if I were to ever go up to the East Coast, if there was a big enough opportunity, no drive is too long. But, uh, yeah, at least for right now, if some Wando promotion in New England hit me up and said, we needed to drive out, but pay's not that good, I can't do it. There's no way. <laughs> is, it, is, that a, do you, is that a big challenge that you're finding, like – Obviously, the Midwest is great, and they have a very, there's a lot of people who are excited that you were going to be on the show. Like the Midwest wrestling scene is is thriving, um, but like that's five hours to go. Would you just go to North Dakota this week? Like that's a big yeah, trip. Like yeah. there's still people that do it here on the East Coast, but five hours from where we are, and like five hours will get you like halfway through Pennsylvania, past Boston, down past Philadelphia. Like there's a lot here on the East Coast. As you progress in the game, is that is that an option you would look to maybe moving to uh, someplace where it's easier for you to, you know, you can hit Boston, New York and Philly in a weekend and only do like, I don't know, 12 hours of driving round trip, like versus a 10 hour trip to go out to North Dakota. I mean, like that does sound enticing. That does sound like a very good option, but at least where I'm at, I feel like this is a good, good place because Minnesota wrestling scene is really huge. You got promotions like Foss out there. Uh, doing a lot of big things. Uh, the show out of a show at Mall of America. That's something I really, really am working towards. I really want to get there. Uh, places like Chicago. Chicago is not that far of a drive. Uh, it is pretty long, but the Chicago scene is real is popping, and there's a lot of opportunities in Chicago too. Uh, I feel like it would be a lot. It would be more worth it for me to go to like Florida, maybe, but. As far, as far as my options right now, I feel like I'm in a very good place. Uh, Sioux Falls is a little bit out of the way of certain places, but it's nothing nothing too crazy. 
Where do you see Uriah Upton in 2024? What's the big goal for you this upcoming year? Uh, in 2024, I'm just hoping to, I'm hoping to get out to more states. I'm hoping to get out to bigger and better promotions. Uh, I'm hoping to get out to Illinois. I'm hoping to get out to Forest Wrestling, like I mentioned before. Uh, I'm hoping to get out to... Uh, uh, I'm I'm heading out to Iowa. I haven't performed in Iowa yet, but well, nobody has. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Not a lot of people, but there was a there was a pretty decent scene in Iowa. I am, gonna be in, I am going to make my debut in Iowa in 2024, so I guess that's a long time coming. But I, it's just it's just slow and steady. Just trying to not think of anything too crazy. Just trying to not have any disappointment. Now, wrestling fan growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had that moment where you kind of uh, you're in the back, you're getting ready, and you're on a card with uh, somebody you grew up watching, and you just kind of have that fan moment where you're like, "Holy shit, I'm on the same card as Wrestler X!" And if so, who was it? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, it was up in Montana. That was an 11 hour drive. Montana. This is amazing. This is amazing. Yes. <laughs> so it was up in Montana, and like three of like some of the some of the I won't. Some of the best superstars I've ever seen on television. Like it was it was John Morrison, Chris Masters, and JTG. Oh wow. They were, in, a... Mon- they were in Montana. That's great. I was on the same card as like all three of them. It was great. Do you okay, so we're f- clearly we're fans because we've been doing a wrestling podcast for going on twelve years, right? And that fandom never goes away. Yeah. As a wrestler, is there a line for you guys? Like, are you taught like you kind of have to put that fandom in the back pocket or do you take the time? Is it like an unspoken rule? You can't go and be like, Hey, I grew up and I'm a big fan. I just want to say like, I mean, great to meet now you. you think you, Oh, you're all good. No. But uh, nowadays it's, a, it's, it's, it's a lot better than like old school. Cause I feel like in the old school days, they were like, Oh, you know, don't be a Mark. Don't be a fanboy in the back. Don't annoy the veterans. But at least from when I met them, they were very nice. They were just, they're normal people. It's like you grow up watching these people idolizing these people, but you don't you don't realize that they're just normal people. Like they're right. shy. Some of them don't like to talk. Some of them do like to talk. Like it's just really just it's like meeting anyone. It's just they just have that status that makes you think, oh, like if I mess up in front of this person, like I just embarrass myself in front of him. Does right. that make you more nervous knowing that they're in the locker room when you go out and have your match? Uh, it does make me nervous just because I know they can peek out and see what I'm doing. So, like, I'm always on my A game for that. But for the most part, it's just – it's exhilarating. It's almost like it's a motivation. Like, like they're here to see – like, they're here. Like, and they might see me do something. All right, let's 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 go. Let's, let's put – let's give them a show. Let's impress them for as long as they're here. Right. And back to, to the question uh, prior to this was there's been an initiative in, like, the last few years to be like – you know, take the photos, take the pictures, do all the things because you never know when you're going to have that opportunity again. And yeah. I know I'm sure this I'm sure uh, Kevin can speak to this. Matt and Tony can also probably speak to it. You take the pictures when you have the chance. Like mm-hmm. when you share a locker room with somebody, you you you. it feels weird. But what's the worst that could honestly happen if you're there anyway? And if you're already working like it's got to be like there's got to be some sort of like get out of jail free card for doing that sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? Have you had that experience at all? I mean, everyone I've asked for a photo, they've always been more than willing to take a photo. I think it's just, it's a lot easier nowadays just because it only takes like 
not even a second to snap a photo quickly. That's a great uh, point. For the most, and they part, must they must know you don't do well on social media. So, <laughs> oh yeah, for the most part. Uh, Come on, but you got to step your game up, bro. You're a super talented kid, and that's like you I just, can get a lot more eyes on you, man. I'm, I'm. I've been slacking on a lot of stuff, like a I lot get, of stuff. Come on, Uriah. What do you mean a lot of stuff? Many. I got to get T-shirts. I got, I got to get new promos for my new gear. I got, I got a whole bunch of stuff I got to do. What the fuck are you doing in South Dakota that's stopping you from doing all this? You got a lady over there? Mm, no. So you're just sitting in your apartment right now talking to us jackaloons when you could be making T-shirts and posters and Bentley like, I figures? Could, I could be watching Monday Night Football right now, but I mean, so. <laughs> you are, you, no one cares about the Jets and the Chargers. Nobody. Everyone cares about the Jets and the Chargers. Nobody cares. No Zach one cares, but I like watching Jets. Zach Wilson but that's, that's, sucks. That's four different bodies. They're, they're, they're four and three, man. They're four and three. You're you fucking drink the Kool Aid over there, Jets boy. <laughs> of course. What are, what are fans supposed to do? I don't know. Not. What about you? What's your team, Uriah? So um, we're gonna judge you hard as fuck now. It's the Niners. Bears. It's the Niners. Oh, the Niners. Niners. That makes sense. California. Cali. Yeah. Uh, just that. That was the team I grew up watching as well. And it was just like, I got to get in the ring with George Kittle. I'll, I'll put it out there. Oh, George <laughs> Kittle. I like that. George Kittle, big wrestling fan, right? Oh, uh, he's a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. He's from Iowa too. So I can I can make that no. drive. Throw the challenge out. We will I will type it up in word form. We will cut it in video form and we will throw it out there that you are challenging George Kittle. It's like I'm just challenging it. George Kittle to come back to Iowa. Just uh, I know he's been a uh, uh, black and brave a couple times. I feel like just George needs to show off that style. He needs to show off like what he can do in that link because I know he could do a lot because, quite frankly, he hasn't been doing a whole lot on the football field, so he has to do something. <laughs> easy, <laughs> son. Easy. He's on my fantasy team. Take it easy over there. Best tight end in the league all round, but at least for fantasy, what are you doing? <laughs> Me, what am I doing? Fucking seven and one in every league I'm in. What am no, I no, doing? This he's guy? talking to George Kittle still. Oh, well, you know what? George Kittle, he needs his own Taylor Swift, so that's a thing, right? I think he's already married. He All right, well, he needs to get her up in the skybox. I was like, George, like, you, you got you, you got to tell the coach, like, I love blocking. I love it. But I got to score touchdowns. He scored three in one game, and that's his big thing for the <laughs> – That's been it. That's it. No, that's all he needs a, to do. You know who had a day yesterday? Dalton Schultz. For the Texans, CJ, oh, I know. CJ Stroud found him. Yeah. St- and uh, yeah, George ain't a diva like that, but he needs to be like diva. Who's a dude calling a diva? Like, he's not. I said he's not a diva, but he needs to be like I need the ball. Yeah. I, I need the ball. Brock Purdy. Like, fantasy it. owners need fantasy owners should be like that too. I'm not a fantasy football player, but Why not? Uh, it's just it's just too stressful. Is, is Debo still stressful. out? <laughs> Debo is still out. Debo was still out. Is McCaffrey Yeah, they didn't play. Out. They had a bye this week. <laughs> so Fair enough. No. Uh, Luke Peterson chimes in. Al Bundy scored three in a single game. <laughs> who? <laughs> let's, see, let's see. Let's see if you, you, Ryan, do you know who Al Bundy is? Like Ted? No. Al Bundy. No, not Ted. <laughs> no, but we're, I'll, we can talk about Ted all day, bro. I'm all about that. Uh, do you know who Al Bundy is? No. <laughs> It's fair. He's Just 20, the, bro. He's fucking born in 2003. You made fun of him for not knowing shit before. I'm just trying to I didn't make fun question. of him for not like, knowing I, shit. I'm, I, I do like football, but like Al Bundy doesn't ring a bell. 
No, he's a, that's because he's a fictional character like Rocky. <laughs> yeah. From a show called Married Al Bundy's better. And it's like Rocky. a lot of people have scored three touchdowns in a game. Like four. Four? Yeah. Four Whoa! touchdowns, one game made all city. Paul Kai. <laughs> like Payne Hillis was the cover of Madden 12, too. Whoop de doo. I like the way you think. Abraham Lincoln was a good old man. He shot <laughs> two the windows with a rubber band. <laughs> So you did the, the long weekend of wrestling. How do you unwind and prepare yourself for this weekend? Uh, mostly just going to work and working out. That's that's all I do. Is that a car's pillow behind you? Of course. Nice. <laughs> of course. Oh, fuck me yeah. running, of course. My four-year-old niece has the same one. I'm like, Ciao. assholes in my face. Lightning McQueen is like... I wouldn't say he's my spirit animal, but I relate a lot to him. Well, he's a car. He's a car. An animal. <laughs> and I'm a hot rod. So. All right. You could be, that could be your spirit car, but not an animal, bro. What do they teach you in there, South Dakota? Do you I not know the difference between an animal? School. Do you not know the difference school. between an animal and a cow? This is an animal. And that car goes room, room. An animal and a cow? Yeah, we heard cow, Car. Too. Car. <laughs> no, dude. A I mean, cow is an animal. I mean, in in this point, Lightning McQueen is a living figure, so like he he's technically a hybrid. Oh, kcha! Because what, what what car do you know that like can talk? Kit. Is he like a transformer? Ooh, Kit's a good pull. Kit, sack it. No, excuse me. <laughs> Kit. What what about Birdie the Bus from Thomas? <laughs> That's a good one too. Kit from Michael Knight. Michael who? Bro, come on. <laughs> All right, Uriah. You got homework, bro. Bro, he's Mike 20. Relax. Yes, Mike the Knight. I'm yes. relaxed. Oh, Mike. Oh, like I'm fucking calmer than you are. Yeah. Uh, Matt, doesn't ring a bell. No. Uh, you got to Google it, bro. Michael Knight. It was David Hasselhoff. I really have no fucking uh, idea what his like job... You know who, yeah, the, okay. you know, Matt? You know who the voice of Kit was? Yeah, it was Mister Feeney. That's right. From Boy Meets World. There you go. Do you know what Boy Meets World is? Uh, I know the spinoff. What uh, do you like to watch on the TV? Uh, I watch a lot of weird stuff. Uh, uh, can't be any weirder than what I watch. So let's go. <laughs> I mean, I watch a lot of stuff from my childhood. So like, I watch a lot of Disney Channel shows, like Hannah Montana. That's that's my shit. Okay. Uh, I got well, like Wizards of Waverly Place. So like, okay. Dining Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, this goaded show. Uh, Did you just a lot, of, a lot of old Disney movies, a lot of random two thousands movies. I can't. Really what I gotta know what an old Disney movie is to you. <laughs> mm, old Disney movies. Let me think. Really? Stop. Whoa. Uh, have you have you heard of uh, like Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff? Oh God, that's an old one. Nope, that's like about when I was about when I was born, or like Big Fat Liar. Yeah, Big Big Fat Liar was what's his name, wasn't it? Uh, Jim Carrey, no? No, not was that not, Liar Liar? No, that's liar Liar. Big Fat Liar's the guy from uh, that wine movie. No, stop it. The wine movie. Yeah. Okay, Eddie's bi- million dollar cook off. The screen is a man, a boy. Maybe he's playing baseball, but instead of a bat, he has a spatula, a giant spatula, and there's just a dude behind him doing this? Yeah, because he was a baseball player, but he also loved to cook. 
<laughs> wow. Crossover. So it's either like, bro, you got to go to this baseball game or you got to go to this cook-off that's in front of Bobby Flay. Let me guess. He goes to the fucking cook-off. He manages to do both. Oh, what a... F- Twelve. He said, that, he said that with such like, like such like, yo. He managed to do both, motherfuckers. Like, like he managed you, to you win the baseball know. game and cook in front of Bobby Flay. You didn't even name like I. Well, I mean, I don't know fuck all about Disney now, but I thought you were gonna name some kind of Pixar movie that I would know. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook. This is a fucking two hour. You sat through two hours of this shit. Uh, very entertaining two hours. Very entertaining. <laughs> Uriah, if I go back and watch Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off tonight, I'll, you'll get a fucking message from me at like three in the morning. You gotta no, watch he won't. Mindset. He doesn't have social media. Well, yeah, he'll see it eventually. Like, it already seems like you're in the wrong mindset to watch the movie because you're already in a negative space. <laughs> He's right. He's right, man. So I'm, I'm like, if you watch that movie, I'm, I'm just telling you maybe like maybe in a couple of days, you're sitting down, nothing to do. Whatever you do to enjoy, enjoy your time when you watch a movie, do that, and then just in, just relax on the couch with some good deviled eggs and watch. Deviled eggs. Egg. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with him. What the fuck is wrong with deviled eggs? Bro, Nothing. Deviled I'm eggs. not eating a deviled eggs as a movie snack. What kind Why of not? fucking Because it's weird. <laughs> fucking handjob HK eats fruit platters at barbecues. You're gonna make fun of him. Veggie tray. Whatever, dude. It has to do with the movie. So, like, when they eat deviled eggs, you can't, too. But I don't know that. So, going into it, I'm not going to have deviled eggs readily available for me now to do know. some research. Get on Google. But that's why I'm telling you, like, if you want the optimum experience, like. So, he fucking leaves a baseball game to make deviled eggs? That's not a cook-off for Bobby Flay, bro. To for make Bobby deviled Flay. eggs, just mash the yolks and put some mayonnaise in it and call it a day. Get down, I mean, You can go store bought. I'm not judging. <laughs> what? Where would store you get store bought fucking deviled eggs? What? They You're not even making store? your own fucking deviled eggs, bro. I'm not judging. Yeah, what well, store my... are you getting? What's where are you getting store bought deviled you, eggs from? Uriah, if you're eating gas station deviled eggs, you better stop, bro. <laughs> no, not, keep going, bro. Blow your ass out at 20 years old. Gas dude. station's down here, bro. You're not going to live to see 22 if you're eating gas station deviled eggs. Maybe oh, that's I'm all not. they got in the fucking Dakotas is gas stations. Yeah. No, those... Nobody should be eating fucking gas station deviled You eggs. eat at Wawa all the time. What are you talking about? Like, it's bro, not. When you're on the road 24-7, you get into some crazy things. I haven't tried deviled eggs yet. Don't. But, but for those who Wait, do. Wait, you said you ate deviled eggs in mo- while you're watching movies. No, I do, but I haven't he's... gotten gas station deviled eggs. What, so what's a store-brought deviled eggs? Is that like you go in and it's already pre-made? I mean, yeah, I think. It's, it's like in like the sushi yeah. section maybe? Like yeah, it's like a little tray section. or something? Yeah. It's like already like in a little tray, I would assume. And there's yeah. a probably just like... It would probably be like six, or... three eggs. So, And what do they charge you for those three eggs? Like 15 bucks? No, like $3. It's, it's fucking South Dakota, dude. They're dying for money over there. <laughs> it's still a lot down here. Yeah. <laughs> Dying for money. I don't know anybody but yeah, Bobby Flay from this with cast. With all those cows and animals. Dying. You don't know me. Orlando Brown? Well, I know Orlando, Orlando Florida. Brown. Let me see. What else has Orlando was... Brown been in? Orlando Brown's the one that Brown lost his fucking... I don't, uh, I don't know. Orlando Brown's the one that... Uh, is he the one that lost his fucking mind? Yes. Yeah, apparently yeah. a month ago. The tragic story of uh, Orlando Brown, the That's So Raven star. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. What, he oh, good. Talk about the guy who got in an altercation with his girlfriend. 
Oh no, he's he's been on the shit train for a while. Oh, he's been, yeah, he's been he's for drugs, drugs and arrested and all that shit. Oh yeah, look at this one. He looks like he's in jail, bro. He's got a five head like nobody's business. I would wear a hat all yeah. day too. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Got, I don't know why I stumbled upon an Orlando Brown thing. Neck tat? Does he have a neck tat? What is that? Yeah, he does. This one, he's got yeah. cat's eyes. It looks like his eyes are cats. Oh yeah, he's he's been going psycho for a long time. Yeah, he's been in and out of. Like certain situations, like uh, facilities and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how I know this, but somehow I know this. Bro, he's got a tattoo of Raven on his neck. Yeah, he he's he's gone off the wires. That's Raven. Did he find Jesus yet? <laughs> he tried. He did. <laughs> Fucking Looper dot com. Look at this. Oh, but his troubles may not be over. No, he's still in, he's still in a weird place. He Again, I don't know how I know this, but I know. I think it was like a TMZ. I was on TMZ for something else, and I just happened to see this. And uh, yeah, a lot of Disney stars go down that path. So I mean, do you what, what do you think they go down that path for? Is it like wrestlers? Are you going to go down a path like this? Yeah, Ryan? don't go down a path. I'm don't not a shot. I'm not a child rest wrestler. Yes, you're you 20 years old. That's a great point, though. He's, he's I, <laughs> stay away from the gas station deviled eggs, bro. No, no bro, you're 20. Do whatever you want to no, do. No, don't do whatever. The world you is your oyster. Don't don't listen to this guy. He Get the oysters his, from the gas station. He too. almost shit his pants before the show starts. Let me ask you this: 20 years old. When was the last time you shit your pants? When I was in diapers. Oh, boo. This guy's too cool. I've kissed any... my pants before, but I have never. Oh! I, I will, I will we'll say it. I have never shit my pants. I've All right, been well, able to hold still, it in. I'm still young. It. Wait until those farts start turning into sharts. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> Go get that egg. She'll be up there soon. You're going to fucking Probably. wake up one day, bro, and it's over. It's a wrap. You're going to be 32, and you're going to have a fucking shit in your pants. Yeah, it'll probably take a couple trips to like Taco Bell or something like that. But they got Taco Bell in South Dakota. Yes. They, have you heard of Taco John's? Yes. No, I haven't. Taco I, I don't eat it, but like, why don't you he, eat it? Wait, why? Because guy Taco named, Bell. Yeah, guy named John made it. You think he knows about tacos? Yeah, uh, his that, website says it's original tacos, burritos, and potato olies. Olay. Potato olays are just tater tots that are like right. small. Taco Bell ain't putting no tater tots in their burrito. Look, the meat and potato but burrito. But they putting hot Fritos in their burrito. Hey, Napoleon, let me oh, get your tots. Big Frito guy. <laughs> and it's like, they're yeah, but they just came out with a taco. Fritos. A breakfast taco. What, Taco Bell? Yeah, how long have you been doing breakfast? You just came out with a breakfast taco? Come on, Taco Bell, you're better than that. It's, it's, it's always been about the crunch wraps, though. No one wants a breakfast taco. I love the crunch wrap breakfast. I was just telling my friend about that the other day. Is taco. Well, you cut out there, would you say? Oh, no one wants a breakfast taco. I don't know about that. Like, like, what's on this breakfast taco? Yeah, breakfast like, tacos yeah. are gross. It's probably just like eggs, cheese, eggs, sausage, cheese. It's a probably, breakfast right? sandwich and a taco. It's no different than anything else you get. Yeah, it's a fucking taco. I'll, I'll remember. Back Give me an egg McMuffin, motherfucker. They would have like <laughs> that's a breakfast sandwich. It almost looks like a quesadilla. Yeah, it's like a, uh, it's just a breakfast wrap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. out. I'm out on it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm all in. Well, you're right. This has been amazing. I hope you had a good time. We <laughs> oh, are. 
Have you? Would you come back? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And you come hang out with us, talk some wrestling. You still keep up on the current wrestling, or is it one of those things like you're involved, you don't want to see it anymore? Uh, I I keep up here and there, but for the most part, I'm not like, I'm not every single day of my life. It's like I'm watching wrestling. It's like, right, that's I want to go watch the Jets and the Chargers. Yeah, you got to keep some variety in your life. Got to keep things up fresh. Right. Also, murder documentaries are good. Yeah, it's like you got to be a fan of something. You can't just be going crazy over one thing your whole life. All right. What's the uh, what's the rest of 2023 looking like? Where can the people find you uh, if they're out and about in the Midwest? People could find me Magnum Wrestling, Below Zero Wrestling, uh, AWF, Flagship, uh, South Dakota, Sioux Falls, Minnesota, North Dakota, Omaha, Iowa. I'm mostly in those areas. So if you're around and you see it and you see Uriah up, then come see the show. It's always a good time. Fuck yeah. Well, Uriah, this has been a great time. I hope you had a good time busting balls and talking about yeah, deviled eggs and, and <laughs> uh, all this good shit. Uh, but seriously, if you've never heard of Uriah Upton, uh, throw it in the YouTube machine. His matches are out there. Kids, kids got he's got a knack for the wrestling, and it's 20, 20 years old. I mean, in another five years, we're gonna have him back on here when he's on a major TV show every week, uh, and hopefully, hopefully he doesn't forget about the guys that uh, busted his balls about deviled eggs and his uh, weird love for Shawn Michaels. Like I've, I've never had that long of a conversation about deviled eggs, so it's definitely something unique. <laughs> Yeah, well, when you talk, egg. when you talk to your elders, they know how to keep a conversation because they don't have their face in their fucking phone all day. Yeah, a lot of experience. You were happy when I left before. Do you not want me to be a part of the show anymore? I mean, that's up to you. It's not my show. <laughs> what if you replaced me? Would you replace me? Depends. Do I don't depends? know if the dynamics that right though. I don't know if the dynamics. <laughs> right. You don't think so? I don't know. I I feel like it would be. I feel like I could do like special guest appearances, maybe, but oh. for the for the most part, I I would say this is this is your thing. How's your comedy timing? You got zingers, one liners. Uh, not really. No, no, I mean, not, that's what I'm she not that said. Funny nothing. of a guy, but like, what the fuck? When I sign off, I could say something funny. Well, that's not going <laughs> to do anyone any good. I mean, I could, but like, I don't know. I I I I, I couldn't tell you. Fucking gold. <laughs> Uriah Upton, the golden boy. This was gold. <laughs> what's, uh, I gotta ask before, what's going on with your hair? Uh, it's just all over the Bro, place. Bro, is that a wig? Hmm? No, it's just, I, my hairline's real bad, so what I gotta, I gotta fuck? hide it. My hairline's real bad, I gotta hide it. But I'm, right. I've, I've, I've gotten years of experience of hiding my hairline to make it look. Like I got a hairline. Wait, so. you're right. How bad could it be? Did you see? You see Tony's yeah, hairline? I was just gonna say, yeah. I didn't want to go there, but no, I was gonna go there. He looks like right. fucking Nosferatu. Bro, what is that? <laughs> His face is frozen. Look at that, <laughs> Nosferatu. I mean, like it's still up there, but like for the most part, it's like yeah, you it, got, it can get confusing got, sometimes. Yeah, you got a good confusing. head. Confusing. Yeah, that ain't bad. I wish my hairline was lower. We but can do that. We can send you to like Finland. <laughs> Finland for that. Yeah, they do it over there. They do the hair thing treatment. They do the hair thing over there. <laughs> like, I think that would help if I was balding, but I just need a lower hairline. So. Ah, you're fine. Eh, we'll figure yeah. it out one of these we'll days. It. Yeah, it's all good. Well, Uriah, this has been great. Uh, when you get off and you want to give anyone shit about this terrible appearance because you hated it, you can just tell HK to go kick rocks. But I had fun. Yeah, yeah. It was a pleasure. Was a great it was time. a pleasure. 
And look, if you ever come across that JJ Rogue guy, wipe it off and then punch him in the face. <laughs> I would love to do that. Oh, get uh, in line, I, brother. He seems like the one to sue. So sue, I wouldn't sue him. I beat the dog shit out of him. Mm, that's I would, but he seems like he's the one. He's the type to sue. So yeah, but if you beat him till he can't talk, he can't sue. And I heard he don't wear socks in his house ever. Can't confirm. He walks around with those troll feet just <laughs> hanging out. I was going to say, confirm. Uriah can confirm that. <laughs> can't confirm. He's, he's stayed in the uh, castle castle rogue over here. Oh, castle rogue. Look at this guy. Fucking castle rogue. You're living in South Dakota. What a fucking <laughs> asshole. Castle. If it's not bad enough that he knows J.J. Rogue, and he, he's got to rub your face in it that he lives in a castle. He's got a very nice house. It's very nice. Never, never been invited. Don't know. You're welcome anytime. I fucking told you that. You're right. Go ahead and tell Double T about uh, the breakfasts that that Molly makes. <laughs> Breakfast. What are you at? Did I freeze? Who froze? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. So, something froze. Everybody froze. Matt Everybody froze. froze. Uriah froze. No, I think Uriah's still there. Am I? Yeah, I'm still here. You're there. Yeah. Matt, fro- dude, look at Matt's face. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Someone just... screen grab that right now, please. <laughs> he looks like he should be like one of like those, like he should have, like, the '80s lasers behind him or something. Fuck, I missed it. That was very good. I wasn't frozen. I was just hoping he would leave. Wow, what a dick. Alright, you're right. This has been a great time. <laughs> Anytime you want to come back on, oh my god, please do. Yeah, you were you awesome. were awesome. It's been a pleasure, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Have a good night, man. We'll see you soon. Uh, Thanks yeah, for being a good sport, Uriah. You're awesome. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. Thank you. seriously, guys, look him up on YouTube. His shit is good, man. Kid's gonna be a star, and uh, you can say tell people you heard him here first on the Shining Wizards, and then when he fucking no sells us when he's big and famous, then you know why. You go back to this interview. <laughs> Fuck. Sounds like a plan. Enjoy your Monday night football, Uriah. All right, you boys have a good one. Goodbye, we'll Uriah. <laughs> Nothing. Fucking what a fucking hit job that was. That was great. Kids, great. No, it was awesome. Great sport, Matt. You're right. To your point, tremendous sport. Hey, he's uh, he's supremely talented the one thing that i do like about him even more than like his in-ring ability is the way he carries himself he's a very like very easy to talk to guy and he's he's a hell of a guy to have uh in your locker room like just a humble nice guy to be around seems like big, very mature for a 20 year old very mature man big big fan of his rock on rock over london rock on chicago do we want to uh, let Ans- Handsome Kevin talk about Ric Flair and AEW before we take a break or when we come back. I can take a whiz. Shining whiz. I could get another hard lemonade or I could stay here boy. and entertain. T-Donk, what about you? Where do you stand? Um, I need three words. Back after this. 
We'd like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in every Monday night to listen to The Shining Wizards. If you'd like to continue to support us outside of listening, we've got a few ways for you to do that. If you shop at Amazon, go over to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com, do your shopping as usual, and when you make your purchase, a little bit of that purchase price will go back to support the show. If you like to wear t-shirts, Merch.ShiningWizards.com will take you to our Pro Wrestling Tees store, where we've got over a dozen great designs from over 11 years of professional wrestling podcasting. You can become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And the more you support us, the more things that you're entitled to receive. And believe me, they are fantastic. Continue to listen to us wherever you listen to us on the World Wide Web. And make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. Helps us out. And we can continue to bring you the love fest that is The Shining Wizards. Time for your weekly lineup of shows on the Shining Wizards Network. On Mondays, check out the latest from Gorilla Brain, featuring the year of Duke and Rogue, covering the history of wrestling year by year. Also from Gorilla Brain is the Tots Pod with handsome Kevin and Loverboy L, telling people to get off the lawn and reviewing wrestling figures. Also on Mondays, get your horror fix with 30 Screams or Less featuring Steve and Corey, where they review a horror film in 30 minutes or less. Monday Night's Live, it's The Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Wednesday Nights, it's the Mark Order Podcast, covering everything AEW with Ant Money, Kate the Great, Ryan Schlong, and Asian Joe. Get your metal fix on Fridays with Snowy and Aaron on Radioactive Metal, the longest-running metal podcast on the planet. Saturdays, it's High Five Tom and Will Mercier on ROH Revelry, covering the history of Ring of Honor. On Sundays, it's an inconclusive breakdown with Justin and Vince, covering the week in pop culture, politics, and more. The Shining Wizards Network also features other great shows, including Bread Club, where Kieran and Matt cover everything New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Brocast, where brothers Alan and Tom watch some of the greatest and not-so-great matches in wrestling. Turnbuckle Throwbacks, where the Impact Playa Rea discusses current wrestling while paying homage to the past. And Wrestling Night in Canada, where Snowy, Matt, and Dustin put a north-of-the-border perspective on the world of wrestling. Enjoy all the great shows on the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment, here. Happy birthday, handsome Kevin. Happy birthday, handsome Kevin. You are so sexy. You are so sexy, Sorry, bro. I had to put that on again because I don't know how many times you're going to be able to use that until next year. You know what I'm saying? I love it. It's amazing. I love it. You are so sexy. What happened? <laughs> Kevin and I were just enjoying the uh, the beautiful uh, <laughs> European girls wishing him uh, a yeah. happy birthday and calling him sexy. <laughs> you are so sexy. <laughs> I had to do a shirt change because I pissed all over. <laughs> <laughs>
course you did. <laughs> I was trying to text handsome Kevin while I was taking a piss. Why? Because I wanted to let him to tell the kid like he was awesome and it was a lot of fun. Well, um, you had to do that while you were taking a piss? Well, yeah, because we were on break and I just, you know, I wanted him to get the message out. And my <laughs> shirt. <laughs> you fucking animal. I pulled my shirt up to pee, but then it went down. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a multitasker and that's a great That's so, fucking amazing. So I was pissing and then I went to no hands because I was texting and then I felt myself <laughs> peeing on myself. And so I was wait, like, Matt, what when the you fuck? went to no hands, when you went to no hands, was the oh, shirt right, tucked man. under your chin? It, yeah, it was pulled up, and then I guess I picked my head up a little, and the shirt, I've never worn it before, it's a new shirt, went right down, and then I was blasting piss all over the place. <laughs> so I had to throw the shirt in the in the washing machine, clean up the piss, and then soap down my legs. Oh, and God. Put, yeah, it was a fucking disaster. So that's why I was shirtless when I came back. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. Holy fuck. And I put on this cool cat shirt. That's a cool cat shirt. Cats of space. <laughs> Holy fuck. I wasn't going to tell you guys, but I came back and the screen was open and... Well, here we are. That's oh. where we are now, boys. Whew. That's where we are. That's a hell God of a... Damn. That's a hell of an intermission. Well, yeah. Well, I just want to, you know, like... We had fun with the kid, so I just wanted him to know, like, he was awesome. He was cool. Very, so, very cool. Good. You know, it's look, it's hard. I know I bust his balls about social media. It's hard because I don't know. There's no paper trail, right? If you're not in the fucking car with him or in South Dakota, like it was hard. I kind of piece things together through social media, but, you know, it's we made the best of it, right? It was fun. It's Matthew Birch. The episode started with everyone worried that Tony was going to shit himself, but instead Matt was. <laughs> yep. It's funny how the tides turned on that one. Literally, the turn uh, has tied. Hope your dog's doing well, MB. Oh yeah, his dog had a cyst removed, right? Yeah. Uh, it's rough. The animals are rough with us this week, but he's doing. I saw today the dog is better and he's home and he's got another treatment, but we should be in the clear. So that's plus. Good. Good. Yeah. Now, not a plus, handsome Kevin. You said Ric Flair and AEW. Yeah, the I think the panel uh, Tony's going jalapeno, whatever that is. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can survive this longer than you guys fight about Ric Flair. We're not going to fight. I just don't think handsome Kevin got the opportunity to say his piece. I is, oh, go ahead, is, Tony. This is not spicy, but it tastes like dog shit. What did you expect? Oh, suck it down, man. No, it's fucking, it's horrible. It's not even like, ugh, I can't take it. It's like, ugh, it's fucking gross. Slurp it. Oh. You're doing fine, man. You got oh, it. Go ahead. Oh, come on, come on. No, you got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> jalapeno. Yeah, jalapeno. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so you, <laughs> we had kind of gone back and forth in text about the Ric Flair signing, but handsome Kevin, the floor is yours. Thoughts, prayers, give it to us. I'm fucking pumped. All right. Are a you? Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, I, for a couple of reasons. One, I'm a Ric Flair fan. I find him unbelievably entertaining. 
So him showing up on AEW at least gets me a little excited to watch AEW, which is something it has not done in quite a while now. Right? I have been severely disappointed in their programming. Every time I see Ric Flair, I get a kick out of him. I, I enjoy his work, whether it's in ring. I don't need it to be in ring anymore, but even on the mic, I just enjoy his work. He can go wherever he wants this. I know he fell asleep during his last match. I don't give a fuck that he fell asleep. All right, he fell Mark, asleep. Don't he give a fuck. Out. Don't give a fuck. And the thing I love even more about it is watching all these people fucking rage over it. Just fucking pissed off across the internet that their company signed Ric Flair. If you're that upset, guess what? Here's the remote. Change the fucking channel. Yeah, fuck off. I am pumped. I don't know what capacity is going to be there in. It doesn't that, matter to me. It doesn't matter to me. That's the million dollar question. Like that's like there's a place despite whatever Ric Flair has gone through, there's a place for Ric Flair in pro wrestling. Always WWE, AEW, Impact, TNA, whatever, yep. you know. Th- he he should be somewhere. Always. But I don't want him on my TV. Like what, like what? Like I don't know what his role is going to be. Like, is he going to be with Andrade? Is he going to be like Andrade's already got enough people like hanging around him anyway? Like, what is he going to be? Like, where is he going to fit in? Now, if you want to use him, like WWE does with these kind of guys, like ambassadors, or like coming out and cutting a promo, introducing somebody that you want to try to give the quote unquote rub to. Something of that capacity, but he can't walk out to the ring every week like a Jake the Snake or uh, like a, he can't do that, man. Like I, I, I've, I, I get nervous seeing him like at the end of that promo, like running to the ropes and taking his jacket. I, I, that makes still makes me nervous. So like, oh, I love it. I fucking love it, man. I, I am it. so. And again, like I said, I AEW programming has been flat to me for quite a while. I continue to watch it. I, it's just been flat to me. At least Ric Flair provides some entertainment. So he Matt, provides me some entertainment, man. Woo! So, Matt, th- that's obviously from your personal fan perspective. But, like, from – like, I still like seeing Sting. I still like seeing Edge. I still like seeing Christian. Like, So I get it. I get where you're coming from. But, Matt, what will his role be? Like, if you had to predict, what – like, you don't – your face says it all. I no, I have no – I just – it doesn't – Nelly, you got you got to go, Nelly. I know, like you and me, Flair and Sting, one more time. Woo! I know, I know he, um, I know he was on a podcast with with Gabby from Busted Open, or she used to be on Busted Open, and it's like, oh, you and MJF like sparring in the ring, like a verbal sparring. Nelly, stop! Hey, um, be nice to that cat. She needs to fucking relax right now. She loves right? you, bro. I know she loves me, and I love her, but she doesn't need to fucking be up here right now. She wants to play with the cats on your shirt. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it was a mistake for me to put the cat shirt on. Um, piss the other shirt. The I don't, but shirt I don't want to. I don't give, like, you have all these. There's so many fucking talented people that AEW should be building their company around. You would and think. they just keep doing, like, I don't give a fuck about Ric Flair. I don't want him on my TV. I don't see a 
a role for him. I don't give a fuck about the big show. Are you well, fucking serious? Maybe they all just looking for friends, man. Maybe I don't care. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's it's so fucking stupid, bro. They bring back Lance Archer. He's presented he as a monster, a but now he's getting fucking beat by Darby Allen. I just don't fucking get it. Darby won for his friend's thing. I don't fucking get it. I don't know what Rick, what role Ric Flair has in AEW. He got paid. Tony Khan's a mark. When Hulk Hogan shows up in 2024, this company will be closed by 2025. It's, I don't know what yeah. he's trying to do, but it's not working. I think I think your problem is not necessarily not your problem that that, that didn't come, but I think your gripe. I got is a lot of problems. Less, don't worry. Oh yeah, is not is <laughs> not necessarily with like the age and who these guys are. It's just the way that they're being presented and how it's lost on you. It is so the quick. I don't want Ric Flair on my TV. No, no, that's that's a different one. But like you said, that I don't give a shit about. Adam Copeland like I don't give a shit about I never said I didn't give a shit I just feel like it's not going the way they expected it to go right and I feel like that's I feel like Adam Copeland has a lot to do with that in terms of like he wants to work with Christian and Christian is arguably like the best heel in 2023 to be honest with you right but look but but Adam Copeland has never left the WWE machine right Christian left he went to TNA he went back he went like Christian's been outside the machine this Correct. is Adam Copeland's first. Like, I just don't think it's working. And it has nothing to do with, like, is he a, a gr- good worker? Can he? He's proven that. We know what Edge Adam Copeland can do in the ring. This is just not. The moment's passed. That moment at Wrestle Dream is gone. And now. Right. And it's... now. The Viagra's worn off, and you just have a flat dick, and nobody gives a shit. Yes, it's worn off. Paul Warndorf. Paul Warndorf. (laughs) I wonder if it's just, I wonder if it's, um, so I don't know the solution to this, Matt, but I totally get your point. Like, I don't have the same excitement of seeing Edge on AEW as I did since his debut. And it's, I I wonder if it's because it's the whole, like, I'm not going to fight my friend thing. Like, dude, the guy told you to go fuck yourself and you're not going to fight him. Because like, they're friends. <laughs> like, fucking fight him, bro. And then, like, now he's, like, a third wheel in this Darby Allen sting thing against uh, against Christian Luchasaurus and Baby Wayne. And, like, it's just, it's not, it's what they want to do, but it's not hitting on the cylinders that they want. And I can't figure out why. It, it Maybe it's just, like, the promos and I'm not going to fight you and... It's just it's it doesn't make sense. That's why, Kev. It just I mean, doesn't make sense. I guess you're right. But that's what it is. Because yeah. here's what I think and Mark and Al's right. The, the the creative has fallen short on this because Edge, when you think of Adam Copeland Edge, he's not a guy that comes in and he's on the same level as Darby Allen and Sting. It's Correct. fucking Edge. Yeah. This dude should be going after MJF. Yes, right. the story is there with Christian and Edge. Edge, excuse me. Age. And we will get there, right? But like everything AEW does, when with with a lot of their storytelling, they fucking drag it out. Look at every variation of whatever group Jericho is in charge of. They fucking beat that shit till it's fucking dried yeah. glue, not even regular glue. And so, so this is. Sorry, go ahead. So, like, 
I get it. Like, he had one match. He beat Luchasaurus. It was cool. It was title Tuesday. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, the shine's off for me. Like, it's great. Him and Sting in the ring together. Like, cool. But, like, I don't really give a shit about Sting, Edge, and Darby in six-man action. Like, people want Christian and Edge, and I know we have to get there somehow, but they could do a better job getting us there than what they're giving us. Well, you can always just, you know, hey, in three days, our world champion's going to wrestle Kenny Omega on TV with no build and no story. Because AEW doesn't have a middle ground. It's either it takes them forever or they just hotshot everything. When the Hardys got back together, when, when Jeff Hardy appeared, they hotshotted the Young Bucks on TV. Boom. And that was it. Nothing. No build. You're fucking giving away these major pay-per-view matches for no reason. And then everything else. I don't give a fuck who Adam Cole's friend, who Adam fucking Cole is friends with. If he's in a fucking wheelchair, no, that's fucking genius. Roddy's, that's good. No, nah, dude, it's it's done. It's over. Fuck it's man. fucking. It's just so. And in the meantime, MJF is a fucking tag champ. Nothing's happened with the belts. He's the world champ wrestling for a fucking diamond fucking ring. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Why is your world champion wrestling three times and then in the middle of all these stories with Roddy and Adam and fucking Juice and all the fucking bang bang gangs and all this shit, all of a sudden a fucking wild Kenny Omega appears and goes three days, bitch. And since when is a fucking title reign a streak, by the way? Dude, you're going to beat my streak. What fucking streak? (laughs) It's a reign. He's going to beat the length of your reign. Fucking get it right if you're going to do it. It's bad enough you're going to be stupid. Don't be fucking dumb and stupid. Seriously. So Matt Matt used a great phrase earlier where he said they drag it out. Whereas to me is the difference between AEW uh, booking and WWE booking is AEW drags it out. WWE has patience. Like they don't go nuts right away. And while AEW sometimes does, when they don't, it seems like it's just dragging and dragging and dragging. And I can't put a, a finger on why that is, but it's just the way that it comes across on TV. A, probably because the writing is so much more better on WWE. And I, I guess B is just like they can't decide whether or not they want to drag it out or pull the trigger right away. So it's it's mind-boggling. Listen, I still enjoy AEW. Like I watch Collision. I watch Dynamite. Uh, and I I enjoyed both shows. I enjoy the I enjoy the shows in the vacuum, but like long term, it's just very very bizarre how AEW likes to do their their stuff. Did you did you like Commander beating the fucking Triple A champion and the other fucking champion? That was Rampage. I did not watch that. The PR, it's, it's that, and that's that's where you're losing me, right? I think Rampage is the best. Uh, not Rampage. Jesus Christ! You could tell I've already had two drinks. I think Collision is the best of the three shows. In terms of what the, the wrestling, right? Um, Rampage is complete and utter dog shit. I, there's no I, stories. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. I don't give a fuck about Penta Air, Zero, Miedo, El Hico, Del Vikingo, and Command. It's a fucking spot fest. It does nothing for me. You've seen one of their matches. You've seen them all. And you go back to MJF when he was chasing Moxley and people, oh, Vikingo, number six in the world. Nobody could tell you a fucking Vikingo match if their life depended on it. Nope, but Sockface will fucking tell you all of his allocades every fucking chance he gets. <laughs> it's easy to memorize some of his allocades, but it, they're just spot fest. They're not good. The stuff with Orange Cassidy is great. 
the fact that they had to pivot from Moxley when he got fucked up and go to Phoenix and now like this Orange Cassidy John Moxley stuff it's a it's a good story the Swerve Adam Page stuff like when the fucking elite won the six man titles I was like what are we fucking doing here because ROH is still on the ropes but to get him back on the Mogul Embassy as part of the story I'm not mad about that here's here's what they don't another thing they don't do a great job of doing telling you why so many like take the Blackpool Combat Club and the like or the uh, the House of Black like why why is the Blackpool Combat Club fighting these guys why is the Blackpool Combat Club fighting these guys like they intertwine so many stuff without giving you a reason like why is the Blackpool Combat Club trying to go down and help FTR because they hate uh, you know the House of Black is that good enough reason to like get involved in something when like like when you don't have any like skin in the game with FTR and in in, in Grenoble's de Japon or whatever they are, uh, LA, what yeah, LFI. Right? LFI, yeah. So like they they put people in different like MJF, right? MJF, he's the world champion, so that's acceptable because he has everyone coming at him, Wardlow, you know, all these guys coming at him from different angles. But why like Blackpool Combat Club is now feuding with all these different people? at the same time is very confusing and I don't know why Kevin, you look like you have a, a, a retort to that, bud. Uh, no, I was just, you're talking about questioning things that they're doing and two things popped into my head just right away. That uh, one is the placements of their cameras inside hangman. Adam page's house fucking drives, drives me fucking nuts with the whole like swerve coming in and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden they cut to a camera that's over the fucking crib and all that. They should have had Prince Nana, Nana, boo, boo fucking recording him because there's fucking that shit drives me fucking nuts. Right. Oh, good. Clip to the camera in the kitchen. No, he's gonna have fucking cameras all over his goddamn house that you got fucking live feeds into you assholes. Drives me nuts. Second thing. I just fucking, uh, the, the goddamn little fucking movies that they're putting together for Adam Cole and goddamn Roddy's Roddy? like, Adam! And they're they fucking slow-mo putting on fucking peanut butter. Go fuck yourselves. Go I think, but that's yourself. all, that's all, like, I think this is a, di- if Adam Cole doesn't break his ankle at, at Grand Slam, like, I think that's. That is what the story is going into full gear. Like, I don't think it's as ridiculous, but... Adam Cole's on the shelf and he's in a high profile feud story, whatever you want to call it. Like you have to put that out there because if you take him and I think it's more for Roddy and the kingdom, if you take the kingdom and Roddy off TV at this point, like there's they're, they're going to come back and nobody's going to give a shit. I'm and fucking I know, fine you don't give with, a shit. I'm fine with them being on TV. Why are you giving me a fucking eighties movie montage of them making a goddamn sandwich? It's hysterical. Montage, oh, it fucking drives me nuts. It drives I mean, me fucking nuts. Because every time, I think the main thing is like, at the end, he's like, Adam Cole, I think at the end of a Matt, correct me if I'm wrong on this, he's like, I gotta go see Max. I gotta go call Max. Or I gotta do something like that where it's just like, he's still... You can do that without the fucking 80s no. movie montage. I, I, God I, damn so it. You're, so you're building that up to where like he's best friends with these guys, but then he has to leave because he has to go get in contact with his real best friend. Right, in that? slow motion, making a sandwich. Oh, dude, I'm, come on, it's wrestling. Like, it's... it's... No, no, no. There's, I'd also, and I know I've harped about this for a while, they need to, to stop with the 
with the cross. If you're a Ring of Honor guy, stay in yeah. fucking Ring of Honor. If you're a Ring of Honor champion and you're going to defend against Ring of Honor talent, that's fine. But I don't, like, sorry, I don't give a fuck about, you have Mark Briscoe coming back. That's great. That was awesome. Is Mark Briscoe the, a Ring of Honor guy or is he an AEW guy? I know fucking naturally limitless is fucking horseshit. The workhorsemen, I know they're Ring of Honor. I don't know what Kip Saban is because Kip had all the momentum in the world when he was boxhead, and then they put him in one match with Orange Cassidy where they tore the house down, and now he's back to doing this. He gets a huge fucking pop when he's on Ring of Honor TV. Why can't that dude be on Ring of Honor? Like, is Joe just going to plow through fucking Keith Lee on Wednesday? I think it'll be a very oh, good I hope match. so. I think it'll be entertaining as shit. Like we're we're a month out from final battle. Who's Ed, is Eddie and Mark Briscoe going to be the main event? So I don't watch Ring of Honor enough to know what's going on, but if that is, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. Mark Briscoe. Eddie I wouldn't Kingston? hate it either. But if Mark Briscoe is Ring of Honor, put him on fucking Ring of Honor TV, right? Yep. Like make you read the Ring of Honor results, Kevin. Like it's. Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel are doing jobs on Ring of Honor. They're doing jobs on Collision. They're doing jobs on Rampage. Right. Why? I didn't even get a fucking entrance the other night. Why oh, am I gonna? Why am I gonna watch Ring of Honor if I see these guys losing every fucking week on TV? Yep, that's a great point. Red Titus. Red Titus is a fucking star. He's doing the Job Squad too now. You know who's a fucking star? Dalton Castle's a fucking star. He's in the Job Squad too now. It's fucking disgusting. He's a goddamn stud. And he's as charismatic as anybody on the fucking roster. Now let me ask: you, Was he always was he always a heel? Because he did that thing with the acclaimed on uh, on Collision, where he threw the trophy down. I thought he was a babyface there for them. No, he's been going through a transition on Ring of Honor, but but that's and that's another problem. Yeah, people okay. who watch people who watch <laughs> AEW, right? Not everybody watches Ring of Honor. Not everybody has fucking ten dollars a month to throw away at Honor Club. So like, you're missing it you're all. The if you're fun, just leave the fucking ring of, ring of Honor guys at Ring of Honor and leave the AEW guys at AEW. Stop signing fucking old, decrepit fucking wrestlers. And take the fucking tag belts off of MJF already. Please. Like, look, I'm... Fuck it doesn't collision. matter at this point, Tony. You but Jake, Lance Archer, and the Righteous, I'm in. I know they're going to just get beat by Edge, Darby, and Sting. Yeah. And Orange Cassidy. So gotta throw him in there. I, I always still try to think like in the back of my head, and I, I'm pretty sure I've said this on the show before, where I I still feel like they want to shop Ring of Honor around for a, some sort of TV deal, some sort of monetizing of Ring of Honor, other than you know WatchROH.com. So the more that they have them crossing over for now, the better. If they wind up sometime down the road i don't see it happening anytime soon but if somewhere down the road they do find a home for an actual ring of honor show i do think that we will see an absolute split and tony i see you shaking your head and i i agree with you that it's a long shot but i mean if you keep the ring of honor name relevant on aew maybe the more likely you'll have someone to buy it to put it somewhere else tony khan just needs to fucking cut bait and sell ring of honor either sell it or fold it it's fucking done, dude. It's done. So to WWE, so the library to WWE. Yeah, but and then just shut it down. That's what he's ha he's holding on to the lot. That's 
But Look, it's stupid. It was... He's not doing anything, and he's not doing the fucking company any favors. He's really not. He's he, no, I look. I agree. I scream from the mountaintops. I've been watching Ring of Honor for the last month and a half. There's a couple stories, but at the end of the day, like there is nothing, nothing about this. The, the you know what the best thing about Ring of Honor TV is is Athena. Wrong. Yeah. Say what another great thing. Is Wrong. What do you, to the oh! castle? People could spend their $10 better by subscribing to the Shining Wizards Patreon instead of Ring of Honor. There you go. And I want to shout out, we've gotten a couple new Patreon subscribers while we're doing this show. Hell yeah, we have. So fucking props to you guys. Again, if you subscribe to Patreon this week, I will send you out a care package full of wrestling goodies. Uh, So any level, $1, $3, $5, $10, doesn't matter. You're getting goodies from us. The problem is, there's nothing. Dalton Castle isn't featured on Ring of Honor every week. Athena is there every fucking week. Every That's week. exactly the problem. He's not featured, and he fucking should be. I agree 100%. Yeah, I don't so give a even... flying fuck about a four-way between Angelico, Gringo Loco, Metalik, and Slim J, even if Angelico is next in line to wrestle Eddie Kingston, because that's the story they're telling there. I don't give a fuck. Action Andrade beats Lee Johnson and Nick Camarado in a three-way. How about I stick my dick in a blender? Yep. <laughs> Like, that's how I feel. This show is fucking so long and unnecessary. And so if if Dalton Castle is not even featured on Ring of Honor every week, how are we even remotely supposed to take him seriously on Collision? It's fucking gross. It's so... (laughs) Excuse me. It's so gross. It's it's frustrating, right? Final battle's coming up in in a month, right? So we'll be at the point where it's been almost a full year. Oh, wow. Right? Almost a full year. Ring of Honor TV is in, what, March they they started showing Ring of Honor TV? Feels Uh, like longer, probably because the shows are longer. Right? Because, well, back to what you were saying. They were featuring Ring of Honor titles on their weekly shows to try and keep the name relevant. And now that they... And we thought the transition was going to be into keeping it relevant until we have a place to put this. And then you put it behind a paywall, but there's nothing worth fucking paying. No, there's... I mean, other I mean, the stories that you laid out, like the Angelico, Eddie Kingston, the God. I mean, like, like you mentioned this before, I think, Matt, that like the Young Bucks and Adam Page were the Ring of Honor trios champions. They and were. were never on an episode of Ring no, of Honor. No, they were never on a ring, an episode <laughs> of Ring of Honor. It was just another plot, another point in the Adam Page Shane Strickland story. Right. Why couldn't you put the title on Dalton Castle and the boys and let them wrestle? fucking Nick Camarado and whatever other hand jobs they're going to put with them. To the castle! No, bro, you got to put it on fucking Buckshot and the fucking Buckaroos. Right, like, like the the story's there. You have fucking Shane Taylor. Shane Shane Taylor's a star. Shane Taylor's a star. Jay Lethal ain't... Stop with the Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett shit. I get it. Like, Jay Lethal should be a main focal point in Ring of Honor. Yep. Right. Right, you, the, the, he, he's run his course in fucking AEW. Jay Lethal, Dalton Castle, Shane Taylor, ring of, guys who are synonymous with Ring of Honor. I would feel better yeah. if Eddie Kingston beats Jay Lethal, Dalton yeah. Castle, Shane Taylor. You want to make me give a fuck about his Ring of Honor World Championship run? Do that. It's great that it's on like a New Japan show and he's beating fucking uh, Suzuki, Kojima, whatever other Japanese superstar that's fucking 55 years old you want to throw at him. Go nuts because I know Eddie Kingston's a huge fan of Japanese wrestling. But at the end of the day, he's the Ring of Honor world champion. I don't give a shit about what he does in New Japan. Right. 
And I feel like you can have those guys there and not at the expense of bringing in new talent that may have never been in Ring of Honor. Like, you could do that. Like, you could have the old guard and the new guard there at the same time. Like, you could have guys like Tony Nese and, like, I mean, I know Josh Woods was there, but you could have that. Right, you could, but if you're, you, like, you're, you're, you're cutting off your nose despite your face. If Josh Woods is on Ring of Honor and he's in a main story and he's winning and then he shows up on Rampage and he loses the fucking Darby Allen, yeah. then I don't give a shit. Why am I watching Ring of Honor? 100%. Just like, why am I watching Crown Jewel? I went seven and one. Kevin went seven and one. Everyone else went eight and zero. Oh. It was pretty fucking predictable. Oh, yeah, that's how those pay per views go. Wait, who swept? Who, I did. who swept? Handsome Kevin, Tony, and Brundon all went eight and zero. And Matt, so you were the other one that picked. Everyone picked Solo. No, I picked John Cena. Oh, and then I picked um. Uh, you Bianca. picked Bianca. Yeah. I, I the show was good. I'll leave it at that. It yeah, was good. Crown Jewel? Yes. It was awesome. It was not awesome. It was pretty damn good, man. The last three matches, every end of the match, it was like a fucking house of torture match. Can we get more people to fucking do a running in every single fucking match? Wait, Handsome Kevin, you're only one game back from Matt? Oh, yeah, I fucking tanked on fucking NWA Samhain. Samhain. I went yeah. fucking six and eight. I took the biggest dump in my pants, and so I, I pissed all over I don't like picking those myself. fucking pay-per-views, man. There's no rhyme or reason to any of the fucking results on them. I think you guys did pretty well. Let me see. Because we didn't go over the picks last week for NWA Sour. I think I was I, I was probably one back from Kevin because Kevin took the lead and then I came back and we're tied up again. Uh, NWA Sour. And Tony went eight and six. Uh, KJG nine and five. I went yep. six and eight. Uh, Brundon nine and five. HK eight and six. That was Sawin. 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 Uh, yeah. It was a good show. Look, I think Seth and Drew was the best match on the show. I think Logan Paul Rey Mysterio was the best match on the show. Here's my problem with that, right? His oh. the least you give the fucking entourage guy a name. It's just some fucking dude. Like he's just a dude, and then he puts he he comes out with the fucking brass knucks. Like make him somebody. He's just a yeah. But if he's dude. not gonna be on, if he's not gonna be on TV every week, and he's only gonna do this, maybe he'll just be the goof. Like the goon. I would make him like a big fuck goon number one. I don't care what you fucking yeah. call him. You're talking about uh, Logan Paul's guy? Yeah. Yeah, they said on the broadcast. that's They they said what his name was and said he is just one of his fucking lackeys. So who I was it? Fine. Do we know? I have no oh. idea who it actually is. I don't I don't have a I don't have an issue with that because it's it's not the first time that he's done it. So like you recognize if you watched the last time that he wrestled in this environment, you re you recognize who he was because it's the same guy. It was, uh, I think it was an enjoyable show. I do think that Drew and Seth was probably the best match on 100%. the on the card. Uh, I I liked Roman and L.A. Knight. I think that they were probably testing the waters with L.A. Knight in that main event role, and I think that he I think that he delivered. Uh, it was obviously the run-ins was aggravating. Love seeing Carrie Sane back. Oh, yeah. And then uh, what was the other fucking? Oh, Solo and Cena. So yeah. I got exactly what I expected from that Drama. match, except for the spike after spike after spike. And I fucking laughed my ass off every time he hit one. It was fucking beautiful. It was it was an enjoyable. It was an enjoyable show. I don't think it was it wasn't, you know, 
groundbreaking. It wasn't amazing, but it was it was enjoyable and it was easy easy to to digest. Yeah, it was 100% easy to watch. 100% gave you no real disappointments, I don't think at all. No, I even like no the five man woman match. The uh, five man woman gonna... match was was incredible. The finish to can... that match was was really really fun. Can no, I, I think that I Oh, go ahead double T. I say one thing and you'll never watch another fucking five-way match or four-way match this, the same way again. Every single one. Tower of Doom spot and everybody yep. hits their finisher on the end. Without right. no... There's... Yep. N- it never strays. It's always the fucking same. Yeah, but, but WWE's always done that in the multi-man matches. Like, it it's, goes finish after finish after finish after finish and everybody just sets yeah, it Yeah, but up. now the Tower of Doom thing is a new thing. I know they did it last month at whatever backlash. They do it every time there's like four plus people in a match. Oh, stop. You don't have to do the same shit every fucking time. Or like they all line up and they all get the fucking suplex all next to each other. Ugh, but if it's enough. not the same people doing it, then like. But it's the really same spot them? in every five-way match. If I could bet on it, yeah, yeah, I would probably have to put a thousand dollars down to win a dollar. But if you have a different producer, <laughs> <laughs> but if you have a different producer and different talent in every match, it's gonna. It's, it's but it's communication more than ever. They do it the same no. tower doom spot in every match. <laughs> yeah, but you're not like. Fuck shot. <laughs> I'll tell you what, here's what here's what bothered me. Oh boy. Is is that there was it was just match after match after match of interference. Solo Sokoa, John Cena, interference. Logan Paul Mysterio, interference. Eo Sky Bianca Belair, interference. Cody Rhodes, Damian Priest, interference. LA Knight, Roman Reigns, interference. Back to back to back. It was like can we? Can I? Can I just get a fucking clean finish somewhere? The money in the bank cash in interference. So, <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying, but to me, like all of these matches had stories that lent themselves to interference. Like if you watch a WWE product on a weekly basis, you kind of understand it and get why it happened. And and this isn't. This isn't WrestleMania. This isn't, you know, SummerSlam. This isn't Royal Rumble. This is, you know, a quarterly big event. Don't get me wrong, but a quarterly event in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So you didn't have like, I get it. I get it for Roman, right? I get it for Roman because you want to make LA Knight look like he's on the level of Roman Reigns. So they need to disengage LA Knight from the possibility of winning. And I get it for Solo Sokoa and John Cena because it's fucking John Cena. Right, but Cody, Damian Priest, like, let it go. The fucking women's championship match, I thought I was watching a House of Torture match. I was waiting for Dick to go with the Garrett. Like, I was so, like, you gotta be. I was out. I was out. I mean, that's fair, but I just feel like knowing... I mean, the Kerry Sane thing was a surprise, so there's really no rhyme or reason for that, I guess, if based on my argument of watching the show week after week. But now we're going to see a, a divide in damage control. With yeah, EO but they've, prop- been, they've been toying with that divide between EO Sky and Bailey right. for months. Correct. But now I think we're going to get it now because now EO is going to finally break out and be the star with EO as her or with um, Carrie as her second. And now we're going to get some killer banger, banger tag team matches with Bailey and uh, and um, and Dakota versus versus uh, EO and uh, and Carrie Sane. She's no longer a pirate yet, as far as we know. I love the pirate. Uh, so to to your your point, Matt, like I'm generally 
with you. Like, don't give me running after running after running. Like, I like the clean finish. Uh, and dur- while watching this, when I think it was the second, the second or third run in that they did, I, I mean, I even said like, what, what the fuck? Now, the, to me, the interesting thing is that looking back on it, I remember enjoying watching the card, and it wasn't until you just said like running after running that that triggered like, oh shit, they did way too much of that, just way too much of that extra bullshit. So right. I'm fucking, I'm fucking pumped that. You know what I mean? Like I enjoyed the card, but you're absolutely right. Too much bullshit. So let me ask you this: Are you guys still looking at these premium? And I see that I see that banner right there. But real quick, do you guys still see these as pay per views, or do you still see them as glorified television shows, like shows like this? Because I mean, if you, they, it depends on how you look at it. If you look at it as paying forty dollars and getting run in after run in after run in, then yes, I can probably justify that. But to me, this is a glorified house show and a glorified like major event. So like I don't it, I don't put that much stock into it. I will ask this. It's a PLE. I was going to ask if you don't have Peacock, do you still have to pay to see the Crown Jewel? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like fifty bucks. Uh, I threw up the bake breaking news uh, banner just to just so you guys you know clear your schedule clear your schedules for Wednesday night, guys. Just announced on X. Sting and Darby Allen take on the Outrunners. Who? Who's the yeah, exactly. It'll be probably the first and last time Sting ever wrestled in Oregon. So if you were just curious as to the way Tony Khan books his promotion, uh, who this the is fuck it. are the Outrunners? I think the Outrunners are aren't they Beverly they're Brothers? They're based out of like Virginia or something like that on the East Coast, aren't they? I know they've been featured in the NWA and they were on Ring of Honor for a hot minute. Um, Picture the Beverly Brothers with sunglasses. They're actually a super entertaining tag team. They but, are. again, this is just books, so Sting could check off the Oregon in his Places I Have Wrestled book. So tune in. That was the huge announcement. I'm sorry. I should have put a huge announcement banner up. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to break into the WWE conversation, but I felt like it was necessary to I agree. You know, bring that to the, the forefront. But, yeah, the running after running. Um, and, yeah, do I look at it as a house show? Or like, like they did the whole Miz, show. Grayson Waller, like with the 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 Saudi guy. Like that was just for the Saudi crowd. Right. Um, I think a lot of it was for the Saudi crowd. <sighs> look, it's it's if it's presented to me as a PLE, then I'm going to treat it as a PLE. And obviously, Fair. there's other PLEs that are we take more seriously: WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Those we find more important than the Crown Jewel. But let's not forget the fact that we've seen Goldberg win the heavyweight championship at Crown Jewel. Like, there's been huge moments. Um, but I don't know. It's just kind of to, like, every – and I hate the House of Torture. So when it's – it's I've noticed, like, stupid, goofy shit like that when it's, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back yeah. interference. Yep. I just think this is a unique scenario where, like, the stories in amongst themselves lended it to the run-ins. I know if you're watching it – like in amongst itself as a show, then yeah, you probably wouldn't wouldn't be a fan. But I just feel like it all made sense, right? But That's... the results you got, you could have like, I don't think anyone would have been upset if Cody beat Damian Priest without yeah. any interference from Finn and JD, right? Yep. That's fair. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm right you with know what I'm saying. Right it's not what you. you're cooking, but it was a good look, good show. You know, Seth Rollins. I think. We're going to look back in a couple years at Seth Rollins' WWE career 
and it's going to be like I think he's going to be like the Sheamus. Like people are going to be like, we never gave that guy enough fucking credit. Yeah. Like he puts on fucking great matches with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And Sheamus is the same way. Like Sheamus is super uh, underrated. Yeah. Am I talking out my butthole here? No, 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 no. You're not wrong. I don't see the... I don't see the comparison between the two. I think Seth is head and shoulders above Sheamus. Yeah. I think you're right that Sheamus doesn't get the 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 fair amount of credit. Well, that's but, the comparison. That's the yeah. only comparison. It's not, I, like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. it's not like I would compare them in the ring, although right. I'd love to see that when they were in their prime. I bet you it would be super entertaining. Yeah. They had a decent little run. And oh, uh, yeah. with the shield and uh, that whole thing with the shield and uh, Randy Orton, Sheamus and Big Show at that mania. Ah, yes, big show. <laughs> Matt's favorite. Uh, I, I think like... <laughs> I agree with you in terms of I think Seth Rollins is Seth Rollins is considered a little bit higher on the arc of Sheamus, but Sheamus has had a hell of a freaking career. Like yes, a hundred percent. Um, you got anyone else want to talk Crown Jewel before we move on? I know we're going a little long. We are. We've spent a lot of time with Uriah, Babies and Pacifiers. Uriah Upton, great guest. If you don't know great who guest. he is, throw his name in the YouTube. Send him so, legs. NWA, <laughs> big news. They're going to they're gonna be on the CW. We Not anymore. What, <laughs> what shape or form they're going to be. And we're going to get the Billy Corgan's getting married story, the reality show. That's going to be a completely Fuck separate entity. him and his fucking marriage. Who gives a so, shit? Yep. Oh, uh, <sighs> NWA Sow, and it's supposed to be the so be all, so be all, end all. Good pay per view. I enjoyed it. The f- they did it right. The first match they did was that fucking ten man, uh, Sal the pal gags the game up against, and it was fucking dog shit. And I was like, if this is the way this night's gonna go, I'm gonna regret buying this pay per view instantly. When it picked up from there, there were some moments. The table match was kind of painful. But the main event was great. The stuff with Cardona and Billy Corgan was awesome. The women chined. But in the middle of the fucking pay-per-view, they go to the desk. It's fucking, it's it's Joe Galley, it's Tim Storm, it's Danny Deals, and they cut away to this table in the back where it's fucking Father James Mitchell, Gags the Gimp, Sal the Pal, and all these fucking weird half-naked chicks. And they're fucking doing, they're stimul- simulating that they're doing blow. There's a pile of cocaine on the table, and they're like, Sal the Pal's like, ah. I don't know how I missed this. Because it's it's just, because there's like, there's no like, we're going to go to it. It's just like, it's just, it shows the commentators, and it shoots to this, and no one says a word. <laughs> and then it comes back to them, and they're all fucking speechless. And I like tweet it <laughs> like, are you, f-? like, we're doing blow now at this pay-per-view. And... The story comes out a couple days ago. Like the CW was not <laughs> happy with this. This was <laughs> Billy Corgan's idea. Like Good he job, had, Dick, and it was. I guess there was a impression that nobody from the CW would be watching the pay per view. Huh, but then, wrong, when this stupid. happened, people were like tweeting at the CW. 
Oh, of course God. they were. People got to fucking stop, bro. Oh, no, dude, fuck that. Doing coke on a fucking pay-per-view? Dude, what is this? It's XPW? a pay-per-view. It's not cable. It's not network. Nah, it's nah, a pay-per-view. You got to have fucking limits and what you're going to fucking put on a professional wrestling program. And doing cocaine on it oh, is not a fucking... Out of your fucking balls. I'm bro. out of my balls? You want cocaine on AEW? Would it's, you it's, fucking it's, lose it's, your mind if you... It's a pay-per-view. Dude, whatever. Don't talk to me like with a straight face that you're okay with people doing cocaine on a wrestling pay-per-view. If, That's if, fucking if, crazy, dude. If, dude, fucking Triple H had sex with a dead body. All right? Yeah, and it was fucking stupid and he it's took a lot of shit for it. That was on free TV. This was pay-per-view. You're spending your money to get it. It's not regulated by the FCC. It's not regulated by anything. Doesn't mean I want to see it. Doesn't mean you want to see it. But I don't CW want to see wrestlers doing coke. CW shouldn't have their freaking thumb up their butthole. They weren't. Do, let's be clear. They weren't doing real cocaine. Just let's put. Oh that out. well, that makes it a world better. I'm not saying Let that. Let me take I'm it back. Saying, everything I said. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't real cocaine. I'm kind of with. It was so out was so of bad, left it field. Was good. No, it was just like there was a point early when. Uh, Father James Mitchell had what was to be assumed a bottle of Jack Daniels. It was probably iced tea or fucked if I know it could have been Jack Daniels. And they were like passing a bottle around because he was like the host of the night. But they only went to him like two or three times. So it wasn't like a big deal. Um, but the, like cocaine's in a, it's illegal. I don't I, I really don't know. I don't know what the. Matt, here's, it was here's so what it is. fucking weird. Here's what it is, man. No, yes, the angle, whatever they showed, weird. Yes, the uproar, nothing burger, absolute nothing burger. And this is a guy that's never done cocaine a day in his life. I don't look, give a fuck. Like, but what you, you, like, what are you talking about, man? Like, so for a second of doing cocaine on the ra- cocaine's on the on the TV. Cocaine's been around since the '80s, man. It happens. It's been on TV yes. before. It's did, been, it maybe, did we see the junkyard dog doing blow on fucking Saturday night's main event? No, who cares? If he did, I wouldn't care. It would par for the course. Uh, look, I think. Oh. Fuck off. I not think you. not you. Just the jet. I think because it was, it was so rare. It didn't fit anything that was happening. Yes, Sal and Gags had to go back to the the father James Mitchell, but this was like. They were like, if we're going to do this, we're going to go fucking all the way. And it was like, you don't have to. And then clearly, like, the image of somebody doing cocaine on a wrestling show probably doesn't jive with whatever is on the CW. All right. And it only takes one person like me to tweet out, like, oh, wow, now we're doing blow and somebody to retweet that and somebody who has no fucking <laughs> idea what's going on to so take that and go, this is the company you just signed? Like, it was your fault. <laughs> Matt killed Matt killed the NWA. I wasn't complaining about it. I was just kind of fucking shocked and surprised. But all but that's the world we live in. It just takes one person who has no association with the NWA or the wrestling business to see somebody tweet about it. And the gif, the gif, the gif, the video was out there. It made its rounds. Dude, if someone's shooting heroin or taking fentanyl, something like that, then yeah, then we got a problem. Cocaine's illegal though, too, man. It was weed in some states. Yeah, yeah. You know what? He's he's gone, dude. Cancel Kevin. Talk to me. I fuck. If somebody's doing fentanyl, that's the fucking line. That's a hell. You've lost your fucking head. What are you out of your? 
explain it to me right now because I'm furious at you right now. What? How do you go? Cocaine. Okay. Fentanyl. Bad. You don't understand. Please tell me Kevin's like, top five is drugs that he wants to see done on wrestling. <laughs> do you understand? It takes like that much, like uh, uh, that much fentanyl to kill somebody. <laughs> that much. You get it on your skin, you die. You inject it. You lace it. You lace anything with it. You die. Cocaine is like it's bad. Yeah, it's illegal. It's yeah. Fun. So was weed. So was weed in Monkey. some states still. You care about that? What if they were smoking yep. weed in, illegal, in in a state that is wasn't legal? In? Would you care about that? Kevin, yep. Kevin, it's the fucking optics. And if the CW says we don't want a fucking company that's going to put out snorting cocaine on their show, then guess what? See you later, NWA. Nice showing you. But to fucking draw a line. To draw a line. See you later, CW. And plenty of people have died from fucking cocaine too, man. Not. Come on, stop. You're being ridiculous. <laughs> I'm being ridiculous? No, I'm not saying that your facts or what you just said was ridiculous. I'm saying that fentanyl or you're, you're it's a different argument now. You're, you're saying that cocaine is worse than fentanyl and heroin. No, I'm not. I'm saying neither one of them should fucking be there. And you're saying cocaine. All right, kids. Fentanyl. No. Pay-per-view with a, a mostly adult audience. Who, if they haven't already done cocaine, they'll do it tomorrow anyway. So, it's it, no, it's stupid. It would, it's people like, dude, it's stupid it, for who? The CW signed up for the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. Nowhere in there did they think there was going to be a shot of performers doing cocaine. Dude, WWE had a uh, had a character that said "Roll a fatty for this pimp daddy." And promoted weed, and they would come out of rooms with smoke completely, completely like, like, like engulfing. Yes, the, that the, was in 1999. Screen. You could also tell people to suck it. All right. Well, it's 2020. It's 2023. It's kind of the same deal now. No, man. it's not. Homeboy told somebody did the DX crotch chop in, in hoops, and he got fucking fined. Weed is legal now. Cocaine is less frowned upon as opposed to. No, it's oh, I not. think cocaine's fucking frowned upon just as much as it's ever been. I don't think so. I think you guys are nuts. You guys haven't worked in the bar industry. Matt, you probably know. We're not putting bars on TV. This is the National Wrestling <laughs> Alliance. Putting bricks on TV. Oh, boy. It's really, I think the story in a nutshell, whatever they did, whatever they tried to do, I don't know. Matt, what were they trying to get across by doing this? I don't know. <laughs> All right. That's the problem, Kevin. There was no explanation. It was a shot to James. It was the there's James Mitchell and his crew, and they're simulating doing cocaine. There was no rhyme or reason to it. Sal and Gags lost. They had to go back into the faction with James Mitchell and Judas and 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 the fucking the lady who has the TV title. I can't think of her. Maxie Impaler. And for some strange reason, they decided they were going to do cocaine in the middle of a wrestling venue during a pay-per-view or stimulate that they simulate that they were going to do cocaine. And Billy Corgan was like, this is a great idea. Nobody from the CW is watching. Nobody's going to order this pay-per-view and nobody's ever going to hear about it. Well, guess what, buddy? You done fucked yourself because guess what? The CW probably doesn't want that now. Nah, that's, their, that's their loss. They don't. CWs are stupid. Is it? Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Oh. Well, you're not going to pay the NWA for fucking cocaine snorting dudes. It's fake. There's probably shows at CW airs where people are doing coke all the time. Yeah, but guess what? Wrestling is fake too. But kids are fucking killing each other trying the moves, and then we had to get the disclaimer on yeah, every I, single pay per view. I seem to remember a very special episode of the Gilmore Girls where they were fucking snorting coke off of each other's <laughs> fucking assholes. Come on, how many fucking dramas have people with <laughs> drug habits on them? But they're dramas. There's like a story to it. There was no. It wasn't even. There was nothing. It that was like it here's the shining. Here's the shining wizards. Let's see what's going on at this table. Oh, Rhiannon and, and her mother are doing cocaine. All right, back to the Shining Wizards. Yeah. On a very special Shining Wizards. I'm going to talk about wrestling. I want to talk about wrestling. Let's talk about wrestling. Where are my guns? Where are my guns? Where Thanks, my guys. Guns? Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Sting and Darby this Wednesday. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Keep me First time in Oregon. First time in Oregon. Holy shit. I don't know. It's... Can we over the top five so I can go to bed? I mean, the conversation got away from me, but I think the whole thing is a, is a nothing burger. I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. So that's interesting. Before we do the top five, I just got to break. So I've been watching MLW More breaking a lot. news? No, I've been watching MLW a lot. Oh, I've boy. enjoyed it. But there, it's, it's, there has to. So they open up this show, right? Uh, big show? Cocaine. And they, they give you the preview <laughs> for November 18th. All right, November eighteenth, the twenty three hundred arena, MLW Fightland. Man, yeah, if Warner... you want to go sit there for another nine hours with sweaty fucking fatsos, <laughs> let the man speak. Mance Warner, Matt Cardona, loser leaves MLW. Yeah, Mance right? Warner's gonna win that for sure. Right? No, because the next spot is a graphic to show you that in December, Matt Cardona is gonna be challenging Alex Kane for the title. You're out of order, MLW. Is there? There? I don't. I. I can't. They're, yeah, it's but they're so, notorious for doing that shit, but it's dude. So fucking frustrating. I, I get that you need to promote this next show in December, but goddamn, you're fu- back to back graphics. You could have said Alex Kane is going to defend the title against somebody from the the whatever the fuck they call the the main event mafia or whatever stupid shit with that fat piece of shit fucking Master Saint Lorraine. Anyone from his crew, fucking Mike Knox or Matt Cardona. No, you had to go Alex Kane against Matt Cardona. Well, why the fuck am I going to pay money to go to fucking Philadelphia and watch Mance Warner or Matt Cardona and a loser leaves the MLW? How are you going to explain Matt Cardona still in the MLW in December challenging Alex Kane? What the fuck are you doing, Court Bauer? Unless he wins. Yeah, which means Mance is leaving, so there's no point in me going to see the fucking match (laughs) if I know the outcome. Fair. Yeah. It's like starting a movie with the finish. Sometimes oh, movies do that, and they go, "Hi, I'm Jim. You probably want to know how I got here." <laughs> Kevin, there was an episode of Seinfeld where they started at the end. Oh yeah. yeah, it completely took me out of the whole fucking show. The to whole show, I didn't out, give a. F- let's go back to when I was five years old. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck about anything else they were doing because I was so hot about the fact that they just gave away a match. Yeah, they 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 do that all the time. And there's not one fucking pea brain at fucking MLW who says, hey, boss, maybe we don't advertise this this week. Hey, boss. <laughs> hey, hey, boss. I'm Fuck boss. me I'm running, running Fuck me running sideways down the street. Fucking St. Lorraine and fucking Matt Cardona. And well, at least the Mike fucking Knox. Mexican midget isn't there anymore. So oh, Tom Waller's in fucking St. Oh. Lorraine's fucking. Well, now they got the fucking Daisy Dukes midget back. <laughs> so fucking annoyed. 
That's all. It just annoyed me. Took me out of the whole show. <laughs> Didn't care. Power Struggle was great. If you're an end and NJ New Japan Pro Wrestling fan, check out Power Struggle. Will Ospreay show to Umino was fantastic. John Moxley cut Great Okan's fucking ponytail off. Brian Danielson's gonna wrestle uh, Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, if he's not hurt. He's fucking, bro, they shot the video. He was supposed to fly to Japan and confront him face to face. Yeah, and then so, he could have fucking pulled the fucking uh, a blood Chris clot. Candido. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, but they didn't. So, uh, Hiromu's wrestling El Desperado at Wrestle Kingdom 18. Uh, obviously, Sonata Naito. It's really starting to shape three-way dance for the U. They're, break, they're making a new title. The U.S.-U.K. title was destroyed by David <laughs> Finley at the end of Power Struggle. So this is people think they're going to reintroduce the Intercontinental Championship, and it's Osprey versus Moxley versus Finley. Oh boy, Moxley, wonderful! Sign me up. Yeah. So, so Matt, I found it really funny when I when I watched uh, TNA Turning Point, um, and they introduced Will Osprey had changed it from the U.S. title to the U.K. title. I didn't yes, know. I, I didn't realize that. that uh, so, yeah, yeah. After he beat Omega for it, and then he said, "This title's never defended in the U.S. anyway. I'm going to make it the U.K. title because I'm the champion." Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. But we're on the road to Wrestle Kingdom 18, so that takes place in January. So I'm excited about that. And if you want to hear me wax poetic about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, tune into the Bread Club. Uh, me and Kieran will have a lot to talk about with uh, this show and then the Lone Star show taking place this weekend. Attaboy. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we go to Kevin's Top 5? You want to talk about how comfortable my bed's going to be in about 15 minutes? How comfortable will it be? Oh, it's amazing. I got one of them fucking like uh, NASA cushion tops with the fucking adjustable beds and it vibrates and it lights up and everything. Multiple beds. Fuck yeah. Going to bed is a fucking adventure in my house. An adventure, you say? Fuck yeah. But you know what a greater adventure is? Dare I say a great adventure? Oh, do tell. Alrighty then. Shining Wizards Matt, Shining Wizards HK, Shining Wizards Tony. It is now time, and all of course all of you listening on uh, and watching on all of our social media platforms, it is time for Kevin's Top 5. And tonight is a is a good one, I think. It's, uh, it's going to be the top five managers of all time that have worked heel and babyface. So good guy, bad guy. They did both tremendous and this is a top five, and there, I, I, there could be a lot that you guys are going to mention that I may not have thought of because I didn't want to do – I just wanted to go off my brain. So, like, there could be a lot that you can mention. I'd be like, well, didn't think about it, or maybe I thought about it. But so here we go. Top five managers that did both heel and babyface managing. Who wants to go Ooh. first? You can go first. Jimmy Hart. Matt, Tony, who is the bell? Ring the bell. Jimmy Hart is number three on the list because obviously we all know his history of who he managed as a heel, but his baby face managing obviously was with Hulk Hogan, and I'm pretty sure that's all he had as a baby face, but it was just it was, it was a pretty big deal. So Jimmy Hart comes in at number three. It's the like them working both sides of it. That's the tricky part of it. How about, uh, boy, he didn't do it much, but how about Slick? I thought about Slick, but when you hear the rest of the list, you'll understand why he probably would have been like six or seven or something like that. I'm, I was going to go really old school. 
just I don't know if he would have been on your head though. So I'm going to go with uh, Jim Cornette. So here's why I don't remember Jim Cornette. Was this when he was with ha- feuding with the two Midnight Expresses? Yes. Was he the babyface? Yes. Okay. So it wasn't a long enough pull for me to to dial in on that. So he is not on the list. But I did think about him, Tony. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Captain Lou Albano. That was the Matt, That's two the guy for I was two. Going Ring the bell. Captain Lumano comes in at number four, obviously. Monumental runs with the Wild Samoans and others. And, of course, his major babyface fun with Cindy Lauper and that whole rock and wrestling situation. Captain Lumano, number four. Ted DiBiase. His run with the Steiners was not long enough. And it wasn't impactful enough. Thought about him. Didn't make the cut. Managers that did face and heal. Yeah, I don't think he was ever. Well, no. Uh, shit. Don't limit the scope, by the way. What do you mean? No, that's what I said. Is it Brown? Of course it is. Yeah, downtown Petey Brown. Um. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, but I don't know if he was ever a face manager, though. Oh, how about Baby Doll? Oh, no, there's no chance I'm thinking of Baby Doll. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stay in the ballpark, though, and go Sherry Martell. Ring the bell, baby! Sherry Martell, number two on the list. So good on a roll uh, with Shawn Michaels, DiBiase, Savage, and then the Marty Jannetty, the Tatanka stuff. And then I don't remember. I don't think she was a, a, a baby face in WCW, but Sherry Martell with the Marty Jannetty stuff with Shawn Michaels and the Tatanka, you know, Luna, and even the Bam Bam with Luna uh, on the other side. Yep, Sherry Martell is number two. So you guys got four, three, and two, and Matt has gotten them all. You guys should have pissed, pissed your shirt. And Sherry Martell. See, I always differentiate like uh, managers as being men and valets being women. I think that's where right, I so was that's getting. That's fair. Uh, I probably you know, could have specified that, but I sexist fuck. Matt no, didn't even have an issue with that. That's what they call me. Uh, so in that, I guess in that same vein, you would. I'm feeling like a Miss Elizabeth. So thought about her, but she was never really a heel until she got to WCW, and that mm-hmm. was just wonky. So no, Miss Elizabeth is she not. She had on the list. Goldberg arrested. That's actually a great point. For a horseman, fucking... Miss Elizabeth, NWO, Miss Elizabeth. Right, I agreed, but I think mm. all right. So she might be able to replace number five, but definitely not number one. I don't think. There's so many managers I could think of that I don't think of them as. I mean, there's no limit on guests, face. so you can you can guess how many you want. The huh. worst thing I could do is tell you you're wrong. Ah. Do you want to be wrong? There's got to be some other shitty 90s managers that I'm forgetting or 2000s managers. No? Yeah. Uh... Wow. Um... Yeah, I don't know if he was ever a face. This is tough. Do it. Do it, Dunk. Number one is easy. Number five is might be tough. Number one is easy. I'm gonna run this fucking table. Let's go. All right, you know what? Go for it. I got nothing right now. Paul Heyman. So no, 
Ooh. Because I don't. What did he have? Like a run with CM Punk or something? Was he a babyface manager? Like where? When was he a babyface? Yeah, when he did the run with Punk. And then okay, do okay. So I thought about that, but right. no. Ah, Sonny. Thought about it. All right. No. Teddy Long. Oh, that's a great one. Did he? Oh, that's a great one. That's one that should be on the list. No. Didn't think about him. Good guess. Great guess. He should be on there. Because especially when you're here number five, I guess uh. now. Because <laughs> it's all right. So number five had a great run as a babyface manager. His heel manager role may not be as lauded, but it's still worth noting because of the brand that he was in. I just had somebody in his gone now. Fuck. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Hold on. Turn off the comments, people. Don't comment. Just give me a second. God damn it. A boo. Yeah, it was there, and now it's gone. Oh, no. Anyone else want to chime in? Do do I want more hints? Yeah, no, no. No more hints. Anyone, if you have something, just yell it out, boys. I I I think these guys are checked out. Just every manager I'm thinking of is always a heel. Yeah. JJ Dillon's not on the list, is he? He's not on the list because I don't think he ever managed. Yeah, that's. I was thinking him too. I was thinking Mr. Fuji as well, but I don't think yeah. Fuji was ever a no. face. What about Paul Ellering? Ring the bell, Tony. Number five. Number five. Paul Ellering, obviously the longtime manager of the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom, and then his run in NXT with the Authors of Pain. Put him on my list, probably because I just thought of him. Uh, so maybe there's no real merit to him being number five compared to the names we mentioned, but he is number five. <laughs> God bless you. Huh. Huh. How about like a Beulah or a Francine? Nah, no ECW. Ah, uh, okay. What about Paul Bearer? Ring the bell. That is wow. number one. Fucking A, dude. Paul Bearer, starting off as a heel with The Undertaker, becoming a great babyface mouthpiece for The Undertaker, and then the stuff with Mankind and Kane. Incredible. Uh, so, yes, Paul Bearer is number one. So, your top five managers, in my opinion, that have worked both heel and babyface, and we're going to include valets in this. Pilering, number five. Number four, Captain Will Bano. Number three, Jimmy Hart. Number two, Sherry Martell. And number one, Paul bearer mark announces run with punk was heel no it's possible Maybe, I, I don't but i felt like well. if it was presented as that the fans didn't take it as that though right like they agreed. loved cm punk agreed agreed that's a great question that was a great list that was a great top five thank you great top five kevin um this was a great time uh, I hope everybody enjoyed themselves. Thank you for everybody who was in the chat. Uh, Bobby the Brain was never a face manager, BV. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. I mean, even if he was, I wouldn't have known it, so he wouldn't have been on the list. I think there was, a, like, he did a shot where he was, like, a coach for Ric Flair and Arn Anderson when but they he, were feuding with somebody. They were feuding with Macho Man, and um, Macho Man was the coach for Kevin Green and Steve Mongo McMichael. Oh, so they were still heels at that point. They were still heels. So, correct. Yeah. 
Uh, thank you for anybody that tuned in and watched us on Facebook, YouTube. We really do appreciate you guys. It means the world to us. Please remember to subscribe, hit that like button. Um, cause, uh, that really helps, uh, the algorithm and get people to view us again. If you've been thinking about, uh, joining the Patreon, this is the week to do it. Anyone that joins the Patreon, patreon.com slash wizards podcast, no matter what level you sign up at, at one, three, five, ten. I will send you a gift box full of some kind of wrestling memorabilia, T-shirts, VHS tapes. I have extra action figures, pins, stickers, Shining Wizards bottle openers, uh, T-shirts, whatever. I'm getting, I found a, a, a whole bunch of shit cleaning out the office today, so uh, I'd rather just give it away to people. So uh, join the Patreon this week, and you will get a message from us get asking for your uh, mailing address, and we'll get some stuff out to you, some fun wrestling stuff. Oh, excuse me. No, jalapeno. Oh, God. Jalapeno lollipop is not the way to go. <laughs> Special thanks to the golden boy Uriah Upton for joining us. Uh, if you've not found him, I would tell you to look at his social media, but he doesn't use it a lot. Just throw his name in the YouTube. Uh, all A bunch of his matches will show up, and then uh, you can check him out yourself. What are you doing there, Tony? It's Nothing. creepy. It's creepy as fuck, dude. <laughs> We're going to be back next week uh, at episode 663, and then in two weeks, we will be celebrating our 12th year as a podcast, uh, which is pretty fucking wild uh, to think about it. 12 years we've been doing this. Yeah, half a Hulk face. Uh, 12 years we've been doing the podcast, so uh, please be sure to join us for our 12th anniversary show. I think we're going to do an AWA, Ask the Wizards Anything, uh, and we're going to relive some of our favorite memories from... 12 years is podcasting uh and it's gonna be a lot of fun so it'll be a party Fuck yeah. in time just in time for the holidays and uh remember subscribe on youtube i think i might do something this week where i watch an old mid-atlantic show like oh a boy. live stream oh there you go what triggered that um because uh i'm not like not familiar like 1981 mid-atlantic oh god Oh yeah, it's all it's on the network. So I'm like, why not? Yeah, yeah. why not? Fucking Lord, I watched like half an episode last night where Lord Alfred Hayes is a wrestler. Oh yeah, yeah. And I know he was a wrestler, but by the time I was watching, he was just a dude sitting next to. And to he Vince was a or... he was a shit heel too, man. He was good. So I think that, I think there was a Black Jack Mulligan Jr. Which was it? Barry Windham? It was Barry Windham. Very young, skinny Barry was you, Windham. Was your, was your Amazon searching for something because you said... <laughs> uh, Siri, Siri on my watch went on, turned on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube so you don't miss that. We're going to put out some bonus episodes there. And the Patreon, again, patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. There's over 100 bonus episodes uh, from watch-alongs to crossword puzzles to just conversation pieces where we just have a great time so once you hit that three dollar level you can go back and listen to all of that easily through the patreon app we're back next week episode 663 uh i think that's it i got nothing else to say all right go well, jets. I, yeah go jets and i guess it's, it's uh, time for this this has been a production of the shining wizards network executive producer is manny kratzo our producers are Kathy Hummer, Brendan Heaney, Danny Rusinello, K. 
Kate Hensler, Matt Garifo, Mike Peterson, Ryan Schlong, Thomas Copps, David Henry Bauer III, Michael Hammond, and William Mercier Jr. Special thanks to all our assistant producers as well. For everything Shining Wizards, visit ShiningWizards.com. And don't forget to listen to all the great shows of the Shining Wizards Network. Good night, Diana. And special thanks to our new Patreon supporters, Angela Zioli, Al Day, and Keith Parker. Thanks for joining us. See you all next week.